0: Okay, hey, hi, hello. Welcome back to the Thirsty Thursday podcast number four. And once again, I am joined by someone who I've been really excited to meet for a little while. And there's been a bit of mutual appreciation on Instagram for a couple of years now and she actually is the original OG MBPT long before I was um so a big welcome to you Morgan Bruce
1: thank you hello oh, good it's good to be here oh, thank and you it, so it's much weird, actually when you mentioned like cuz we have just been like yeah Tagging each other's stories, absolutely. Little love heart eyes, <laughs> little flames for the last couple of years. That's we live so close, and yeah. And this time. is the
0: first time that we've yes. met. Yeah, the old gift to each yeah. other across oh uh, yeah. across social media. <laughs> so it's lovely to meet you. And I think I first um, came across you when you were just moving back to Elgin because you'd been in Merbea um, for a long nice. time doing beach camps, and yes. I followed you from then and was like, oh my god, you are absolutely living the dream. So, how was, I was. that? <laughs> you both you were. And now you're living a different dream. A different
1: dream, a different dream now. But yeah, Marbella was incredible. What brought um, you there?
0: Or how did you end up uh, there?
1: Really cheap flight okay. from Glasgow. So, I was working for David Lloyd at the time. And basically, they take a, such a huge cut from personal trainers, as do most gyms. And I just got so sick of it. And I went on Skyscanner one day after a breakup and as you you do I was like where am I gonna go on holiday and there was a one-way flight Ryanair as you can imagine the way back was too expensive so this one-way flight was like 24 26 pound something like that Mm -hmm. to Malaga and I was like what's in Malaga what's near Malaga and I zoomed in seen Marbella and I was like ah stuff it let's book it and yeah I went god that's amazing and used like the rest of my holidays basically to finish up work and moved to Spain. Awesome. How long were you there um, for? Just shy of two years. It was incredible. like two Christmases. But um yeah, my dad ended up having an old school friend out there and messaged him to be like, my daughter's thinking of coming out. Mm-hmm. Have, do you know anyone that's got like rentals or anything? And they actually had a spare room. So thank you, Julia and Gav. <laughs> for housing me for a few months um until I got myself sorted. So yeah, it was really good. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when I first started following you. Yeah. Um,
0: on instagram and i was just like that just looks like so much fun doing the beach boot camps and just living your best it life was, it was. Um and i also saw or that's how i learned that you used to compete in bikini competitions yeah. can you talk a little bit about that
1: <laughs> we can totally not something i look to promote now mm-hmm. because but it was so fun like i definitely think for younger girls kind of coming into their own and finding that confidence it really helped me mm-hmm. so i absolutely loved it i mean um, you
0: looked fucking phenomenal it was
1: thank you that that gold <laughs> bikini why oh my you god i'm insane. so i'm so got it i, are held, you up, yeah. <laughs> I held up to ronan and, James, and was like this is mummy's she's like nope <laughs> <laughs> nope are you gonna be
0: reading that anytime soon <laughs> on i'd the, love, on thin, to. Beach? We'd love to
1: but it's far too expensive <laughs> yeah
0: i oh, know you're gonna get that shit wet
1: <laughs> i tried to um, tried to sell it on and then you just don't get that same money back and i was like you know what i'm keeping it because one day i have thought i'm like maybe one day Mm -hmm. i'll prove that you know mums can get into that shape but Mm -hmm. it's such an unhealthy process
0: yeah so what what i know about sort of bikini competitions and and yours was a natural one obviously there is other ones where people are using things to um to assist their journey and assist their performance um, and and you went down the natural route, which is incredible. But you do hear absolute horror stories of the the journey that it takes to get that lean and to to have such you know to look so vascular, yeah, visible veins, visible muscle, um, and the impact that it can have on uh, on your body, on your hormones, on your mental health. Yeah, um, in the approach to the show. Um, yeah there's quite so, a dark side to it yeah there?
1: i think the mental side when i look back and see my body and how it looked i'm like holy shit i looked like amazing <laughs> no, <you laughs> but did. at the time i would stand in front of like mirrors and pinch like skin and yeah. i'm like look at it and think it's it was skin but i would like think oh that's fat because the other girls and you were it's such a community the bodybuilding world that once you're in it you're absorbed like everything right. around you is bodybuilding right. and especially with social media, like I was so hard on myself mm-hmm. and didn't like enjoy the process in that sense as much as I probably should have. I just kept looking like to be leaner and leaner and leaner. Yeah. Um so yeah, I think that side is the hard bit. But um if you have the right people around you, you mm-hmm. know, and they keep, you know, lifting you up, that really helps. Mm-hmm. Um which I did at the time, which was good. Mm-hmm. But um yeah there's a whole process I mean it's you're practically starving yourself for yeah. eight to twelve weeks and then on the day you're eating jelly babies and just like filling up on sugar mm-hmm. so that your muscles you know kind of like fill up and it was just such a weird unhealthy process for something that's supposed to show the perfect not perfect body you yeah, know yeah it's such a weird process you know whereas if you just eat healthy and live healthy. And feel good. You can feel good and look yeah. good. And when you feel good, you do look good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely And like your skin, my skin was dry, my hair was dry, my hair was split, like I would have breakouts, like everything was out of balance. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was only 18, 19. Yeah. And you think like My periods were so up and down. I was just about to say
0: quite a common, not just for for, for bikini competitors, but for anyone that does a super low calorie diet. Mm -hmm. And that is a really big worry that your hormones can be completely fucked because of it, because your periods stop. Because essentially when you're in calorie deficit, your body is looking to stop doing the things that it requires energy for. And Mm -hmm. one of those things that uses a lot of energy every month is menstruating yeah so if your body doesn't deem that as an essential process it'll just stop doing it
1: exactly and this
0: is why people that crash diet or go into a very very low daily calorie intake can can lose their periods mm-hmm. and then this can have future implications when they're trying to start a family and yeah yeah, yeah. that's uh, it is a huge worry yeah and it, and it literally is all for that one day that yeah. one day of that competition one
1: day i mean i planned mine so my competition was the week after I had a holiday in Ibiza. So I looked great in Ibiza at the same time. (laughs) Damn, those (laughs) pics on socials (laughs) were them amazing. I was like, yes, I will be in Ibiza and I'll be in that shape and it will all be perfect. Um, But, yeah, for generally speaking, your one day Mm -hmm. to then go and eat, like binge eat to the point I was sick. Like it was... I don't know if you've seen my post about Nutella the other yeah. last week yeah oh my god so it's my Nutella obsession. like craving I think really hit around my bikini competitions because it was like my sweet treat I would have like a little teaspoon here and there and after my first competition I got home and my boyfriend at the time had bought me this like I don't even know it's like 700 grams you know in massive jars of yeah yeah, yeah. Nutella. and I sat over two days I had the day off work the next day and I sat that evening and the next day, and finished the jar. Shit. I was ill, <laughs> wow. and like I still went out for dinner with my friends to celebrate and yeah. drink. And I was
0: your guts Ill. are going to be in turmoil from yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Why? Right. And it is. It's like um, you want to give yourself that reward for having yeah. gone so long without enjoying those big amounts yeah. of that large amounts of sugar and large amount of you know carbohydrates, and then you go and reward yourself, and you just feel utterly dog for it yeah. for days afterwards. Really
1: grim, and you think yeah. like. I think the industry is getting a lot better now that there will be coaches out there that can bring you out the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's there really wasn't much support there in terms of coming out that other side. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the girls that I competed with on social media, um, I would see and still now, there's a girl I follow that I've competed with and she is still now like having such a terrible time with food. And I mean, that was and. Seventeen, eighteen. Gosh, we competed. Um, it was it was two thousand and eighteen. Eighteen, thank done, you. I've done thank my you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and she has like she's now quite openly talks about her really bad relationship with food and eating mm-hmm. disorders that she's gone on to have off the back of competing. Mm-hmm. And um, I think I'm quite lucky that I was able to come away from it and go, yeah, done with that. Tick the box. On with my life. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that just didn't have that support to do yeah such a thing.
0: Yeah. It's like um, it's almost like coming out of a reality show isn't it like yeah. you're going to do Big Brother or Love yeah. Island and your mental health is absolutely scarred and then it's like oh show's over see you bye, bye. and then <laughs> and then it's like what the fuck do I do now like yeah. i've just living in this bubble with these mm-hmm. people having you know the, everything done for me and now all of a sudden i just my head's fucked what do yeah. i do with my life mm-hmm. um yeah so i think that aftercare would be very very important especially at the age of 18 like yeah. that's you're young you're a baby yeah um and then having to process all that were your parents worried about you? Did anyone show any, like, concern because they were worried about behaviours or the, no. the effort that it took to get there, um, the sacrifice? Um,
1: I don't think so. Like, my mum and dad were, like, being proud and they were totally behind me and they came down to my the finals and they were really supportive mm-hmm. I think my dad has had training with my mum being hungry like <laughs> through the years <laughs> so he was just like oh Morgan's hungry Let's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um, it was I think for them they were quite glad that I didn't live at home during that time because mm-hmm. I was down in Glasgow I um, was so away from them I was in my own little bubble mm-hmm. um, I had the other coaches at the gym I worked in my college friends at the time like I had that circle of support down there yeah I think the hardest part was being newly 18 like group of college kids you know like I was still in student accommodation and all of them were drinking and all of them were God. going out and I would go on nights out and just have like soda and lime or vodka and water like right. was one like vodka and water right. I was thinking Awful. about the other day I was like I think like if I had that now I would vomit at the touch of it on yeah, my yeah. mouth so yeah we would have like vodka water and then walking home they would all go for a kebab and I would maybe go home and have rice cakes and you're like
0: what an existence
1: yeah Yeah. (laughs) 18 (laughs) woohoo I mean like
0: good for you for being so dedicated but Ah, you're giving yourself the extra challenge of having been surrounded by that temptation and still having to be blinkers on and headstrong so that takes some determination
1: yeah yeah would you do it again I don't know, like I actually thought about it and I put I did put up a story, I think the end of last year, and I was like, should I do this again? Yes or no? And most people said yes, a lot of them guys. And I'm like, yeah, 4 typical because mm-hmm. I look the way I look. Like yeah. whereas a lot of my friends are like, don't do it to yourself again. Mm-hmm. Like just don't. I would love to try and get into that shape without the damage that I've done. Mm-hmm. So like to try and prove that you can get there in a healthier way. Yeah. Whether that's possible, because obviously it doesn't seem to be done. Like, everyone does the hardcore crash dieting. and Chicken
0: and spinach out chicken. of a Tupperware, tupperware yeah. box. like, that's
1: not fun. Like, I can't yeah. even really stomach chicken anymore. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> unless it's in breadcrumbs. And
0: or fucking <laughs> egg whites.
1: Spicy mayo. <laughs> egg whites and Tabasco. Oh, like oh, yeah. yeah. I mean... Yeah, I just, I don't know. I couldn't do that kind of diet again. So I would love to try and do it in a healthier way. But mm-hmm. when the time's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because yeah. you're busy. and uh, You have a wee one. I do. Uh, Aurora. I came
1: back from Spain, said I was going to come back and um, save up and move to Bali. That was going to be my next move after COVID. Wow. COVID happened. Where did you spend COVID? And, uh, half of it in Spain. And then as soon as the border opened, I flew back. Okay. Um, and left my poor flatmate crying, oh, you can't leave me. <laughs> All alone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I really have to get out of here. I'm out. We don't have a balcony. I can't I can't cope. So um, I'm tapping out. <laughs> yeah, Spain was awful. You just couldn't go anywhere. Like yeah. at least here you had your hour and you could mm-hmm. you know, it's open. Everyone could do things. You could go to the beach and so I moved home um to be at my mum and dad's, right. which was good. Um and yeah back home after like move i moved out at 16 then came back at 21 22
0: but we all do that like Um, like, i lived away i lived away from forest and then came back you know i think when you are thinking about sort of not taking life more seriously but you think about where you want to set up your roots almost um and if you're thinking about starting a family and you're thinking about doing those things there is a pull back to your hometown Mm -hmm. because there's support and um you had a nice childhood, and you know what it's like to bring to, for, for children to be brought up in that yeah. area. So yeah, we all come back. Yeah, and this you're replicating that now. Um, sure. yeah, well. yeah, I
1: know. And do you know what I, I did have thought um about going back to Spain, and I'm still in touch with people, and mm-hmm. they're like, just come back, and I would love for Aurora to experience that with me. But mm-hmm. I'm like, I just I love having. <laughs> Free childcare, my mom and dad, and the support of like friends and family being nearby because mm-hmm. it does. Like people say, it takes a village, and it does.
0: Fuck, it does. Yeah. <laughs> and that that was going to be my next question because when I posted up looking for questions to ask you because obviously Thursday Thursday is all yes. about everyone letting everyone else ask the questions. Yeah. Um, and you had reposted saying if you've got any questions about nutrition training and something else you mentioned was being a single mum. Yeah. Um, And this created a lot of questions around this. Um, So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, people are saying, um, how is single parenting? You seem to be killing it every day. Is it really all fun and games? (laughs) What's the
1: hardest thing about being a single parent? I definitely don't think it's fun and games. I mean, it is. It can be. And she's like my little best mate. And I do break the rules. I know some people are bent on we are facing we have to be in the back seat and this and that she sits in the front seat next to me we snack in the car we have a good time and we survive she' like, she's
0: your wee one you yeah, are entitled like, to do if, what's yeah. right for you what works yeah, for yeah and it
1: works and we get through and there's like say there's things like she still sleeps in bed with me mm-hmm. just the last like two or three nights though I've had her in her own bed at bedtime and she only comes through at like two o'clock and I'm like oh my God, I'm getting like to sleep by myself. Yeah. Like it's really good. Um, But I mean, up until this point, what's she now like 18 months and she slept in bed with me all the time. The whole and time. some like older generation people comment on that. And I'm like, do you know what? It's fair enough for people to comment when you've got a partner there who can do half the night feeds or get up and do a change or settle them so that you can rest. That's fine. But I don't and yeah. I haven't. So I've only had myself to settle her and the boob works wonders. So I'm like...
0: It's your baby,
1: your choice, your body. It's entirely up to you. It's just worked. And I think just up until recently, I was like, yeah, I don't mind breastfeeding. And now I'm like, I'm ready to have my body back. So there's been a fair few cries over the last few nights, but Mm -hmm. I'm like... We're going to get through this. Like, oh my
0: God, so you're not only trying to cut down on the breastfeeding, but you're putting her into her own room as well. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm like, just get away from me. <laughs> wow, that's intense. Yeah. But I think um I've, I've decided because um, I tried to cut down the breastfeeding and she was right next to me and it was never working. She was pulling at my top. She knew where it was. Yeah. And I was like, I think if I put her away in her own room, she might, you know, she, and it seems to it works. It's almost like she can't smell me or know that I'm there she can and self-soothe yeah. because she doesn't have
0: to rely on you yeah yeah
1: so it's been really like it's been an eye-opener I'm like that oh, should have done this six months ago. <laughs> damn it is, is there a sadness around it for you for stopping no I think um I had tried to stop a wee while ago maybe like around Christmas time and I was sad about it and I was like I'm not ready like mm-hmm. I was giving up just because she turned one and she was over one and I was like no I'm not ready and she's clearly not ready it was just distressing for us both so I kept going and just recently she's just like she doesn't look for it the same Mm -hmm. if my mum and dad are there she'll go to bed for them no bother like she doesn't look for me at all Mm -hmm. if I'm there she'll latch on for a wee minute but other than that I think that like the end is near but I don't know when it's going to be but I'm quite like at peace with it. Okay. I say at peace, I'm just like, Thank <laughs> fuck. Like I want my nipples back. Honestly, we went camping last week and she was on my nipple and I was like, My nipples are gonna fall off, they're burning, they're actually burning. It's <laughs> so like, get off me. But um yeah, I don't know why I thought of going camping with uh like trying to get off of breastfeeding and then share like a bloody sleeping bag was gonna work. It was a nightmare and I think Coming back to that question is it all fun and games yeah my camping trip must have looked bliss like well oh, it did we're all like colorful and we're eating marshmallows no I was like god you your fucking <laughs> like what goes on behind
0: social media and I always say this don't always believe what you see on those stories yeah. and on those pictures because the reality is usually yeah. nothing like that if
1: anyone was like at lock and, door and the sound was traveling <laughs> like oh my god like and cars kept coming past and i was like it was so remote and she was like her eyes were like you know that way they blink and they blink so slowly that yeah. you're like you're already asleep just go to sleep and then a car came like zooming past, like obviously it just spinning spinnies. I'm like, who's spinnies out here? You're like 25 <laughs> miles away from anything. Go do it in town for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> Go back to Grant in her forest or somewhere. And yeah. um, so that was her ping wide awake. Um. And yeah, so I just gave in and gave her more marshmallows because it was like, we can sit, I could relax yeah. and she could sit and eat a marshmallow. And then obviously the night got longer because she then had sugar and I was just like, oh my God, what is happening? But we survived. Yeah, and, and like, you've got those memories, I've and you can look back and laugh. Yeah, and <laughs> <laughs> oh, <had> it <laughs> was wonderful. Um, so yeah, it's definitely not all fun and games. There is like, I think the hardest bit of being on your own is the nighttime. Mm-hmm. Like, just trying to do that. Like, when she's in bed and she goes to bed at eight o'clock, great, I've got a couple hours to do my own thing mm-hmm. before I go to bed. When she doesn't want to go to bed and it's then like 10 11 I then only have maybe like. I will push my own bedtime back, but then I'm tired because she's up at half five, six. So yeah. If I had someone that could take that bedtime away, they go and do bedtime and I go disappear and do an hour of my own thing, that'd be great. yeah but I think that's what I struggle the most with is knowing that I don't have that time to myself.
0: Yeah. Unless she goes to sleep. For me, I remember like the nighttime routine for both my kids mm-hmm. was um in the night garden, started at half past mm. six, and then it'd be finished by I think, quarter to seven. Then it would be bath, bottle, put them down to bed. And I always remember that feeling of closing that nursery room yeah. door putting my head behind, like behind me, leaning on the door and going, thank like fuck. Like <laughs> because those last few hours in the day from about four o'clock, yeah. those kids can turn into terrorists, yes. those little babies. <laughs> yes, and yeah. they, are, they can give you a hard time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's tough. Yeah. So by the time you close that bedroom door, it's like, oh my God, thank God. And you'd find yourself getting excited about going to eat a dinner on your own. Yeah. And just having that time for yeah. you and just being able to breathe. And
1: even like trying to like rock her to sleep. And like, yeah. if I was getting like, like say excited or like even stressed like go to sleep go to sleep my heart picks up and Mm -hmm. then it's like she can tell my heart's picking up (laughs) (laughs) she might be able to like they can feed off your anxiety and calm down so then I find myself breathing deeply just to try and stay calm so that she just goes Mm -hmm. um so yeah like say the last couple nights have been bliss okay I'm like oh my god you feel like you've turned it? a corner yeah yeah it get like some time for you back next bit now
0: and that's something that we promote isn't it mm-hmm. you know we're both personal trainers and we look after these ladies predominantly who have busy lives who are mums who mm-hmm. work who are trying to make time for themselves and I don't know about you but we always say you know even if it's if you can't fit in some exercise do something that's for you yeah go out and get a walk put a podcast in if you can if you have that luxury of doing something for yourself yeah it can just it's so important
1: it's so important yeah definitely and I think that's why I like now that I am a mom you'll find it as well that like you can just you just know like you've been through all these stages you understand yeah, stages, and now I'm yeah. like I'm like oh my god this is like I actually felt really bad I had a client um years ago about four or five years ago and I remember her like she was never putting on muscle and we were training and training and I was like you need to prioritise your sleep because you're not gaining muscle. She had two kids under five and I was like, oh my God. She was probably like, you dick. You idiot. (laughs) Like, you young, stupid. Like, yeah, just honestly. And um, I've since reached out to her and been like, I am so So sorry. sorry." What a fucking idiot. Um, Like, just naive and young and blissfully unaware of how difficult parenting is. Um, Now that I, I just get it and I'm like, If you even, like, I put up a video the other day of me stretching while Aurora was eating her breakfast in the high chair, and I was Mm -hmm. like, I think that day was the only time I moved, like, by myself. Yeah. Um, I still try and get dog walks and stuff, but now she's at the age where she wants to walk and not go in the buggy, but she can't walk that fast. And we get to the end of the road, and then I'm like, okay, we're going to have to turn back, it's lunchtime. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. we don't get far walks. And I think this next stage is just another... A hurdle that I need to get past but now that she's going to her bed at a reasonable time I can get a workout in so it's just like understanding and I think as a personal trainer you just have to understand your client's life and what are they doing and then helping them find those fixes space. Yeah. yeah because mm-hmm. for me um the last maybe six months have been like impossible to get a workout done so my exercise was walking and she would go in the backpack which was great she's now outgrown the backpack and won't so I can't walk, I'm not getting the same cardio and I definitely notice my body shape changing. So I'm like, right, what next? I'm mm-hmm. going to have to get in the basement and do some gym workouts and mm-hmm. I'm doing a lot more workouts than I have in the last year now, um, which feels great, but my body shape's changing again mm-hmm. and I'm like, ah. Oh. <laughs> and is that what
0: you want? Is it changing in a favourable way because I you're doing more
1: strength? I'm starting changing? to look stronger again, which I thought I wanted, but now I'm like, oh, I actually quite like being just like that the shape I was when I was doing all my walking because mm-hmm. um, I had like I just looked a lot slimmer than I have for the last few years mm-hmm. um but the way my body's going I know it's not you know I'm not ever gonna not be happy mm-hmm. but it's just coming to terms with how I look now yeah um, and
0: because the, the way that you're training just now is, has to be around your child yeah because yeah. you're and
1: I'm like it's just another phase and then in a couple of years when she's off to school I'll be able to get back to hiking and you know do whatever training I like and yeah whatever way my body shape goes next then mm-hmm. it's up to whatever Aurora does it's all part of the journey isn't <laughs> yeah, it it is and if exactly. you don't have
0: it's like you say you're not competing for anything yes. it's about living and training around feeling well yes and happy yeah exactly um and you can essentially be that way at any shape yeah um but it's just all part of the journey and fitting it around where what your home life is doing and this is something that we talk about as well myself and sam and claire and on shift you know when when we when ladies first come into it i'm like we're not expecting you to get into the gym five days a week Mm -hmm. because some of you that's absolutely impossible and we have to meet you where you're at so if you weren't doing any workouts last week and this week you manage one that's a fucking huge win.
1: Great, because yeah. it's
0: more than you were doing previously, and it, you know you might find it that it becomes a little bit easier to incorporate it in your day because you realize it doesn't. It's not going to take as much time as you thought. Kids can be occupied. You know, you had Aurora in her high chair, yeah, sitting and eating her yeah. dinner while you were stretching. And and one of the other questions was, um, how do you juggle being a single mom with your own health and fitness goals? So that probably ties that in. You know, you just have to make time. Yeah,
1: make time for it
0: when you can. And
1: do what you can and yeah like especially like food I think now that she's eating of so, like full meals I'm able to like play with food a bit more and um yeah I find myself like my own diet's getting a little bit better um because for a long time I was just cooking for myself mm-hmm. and then throwing together like a baby meal um and a lot of the time it was like homemade chips so <laughs> <Send> that feeds <laughs> both of us <laughs> um, um with some curry
0: sauce <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh she can't have anything too spicy so oh it was just it's hard to juggle like the food thing around kids yeah. but she's actually becoming quite good like she's not too fussy mm-hmm. um which i used to be when i was younger so i know that stage is coming and that'll be another time like fine fish fingers again yes but um for now she's eating what I'm eating so that's super easy um and she's getting to that kind of stage where she can play by herself so I'm able to get a little bit more yoga done Mm -hmm. in the mornings and like I'm hoping she starts to join in on these a bit more so that then you know it becomes a thing we can do yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. um yeah so I think if anyone is asking how to do it and they're in my position it's just trying to involve them as much as you can or like, as much as I've said, like, before I had her, I was like, I'm not going to be that, like, iPad mum.
0: Like, <laughs> we all said that. Oh,
1: my God. <laughs> I'm like, I'll be, like, in a downward dog. She's climbing on my head. I'm like, do you want Teletubbies? <laughs> yes, okay, let's go. <laughs> i <I'm like, laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I've got to 18 months. She's 18 months out and I still don't have a TV in my house. Wow. But I am so close. I'm like, okay, we're going to have to get a TV. Yeah. Um, she broke my laptop the other day, so I'm... Um, yeah my online yoga last night my mum had to come over with her laptop Oh, bless you, um yeah. behind the scenes it was chaos it was not calm before it started mm-hmm. is <laughs> uh, it ever with kids though no and I was like how is my laptop broken but it's um yeah she's just done the screening so you can't see anything it's just completely black so um yeah I might actually become a tv mum yeah that's and okay though I think my life will become a lot easier I think we've,
0: we've all too. went we all went through that stage where it's like, yeah, I'm not giving my kids iPads. I'm not going to give them like convenience foods. I'm going to cook everything from yeah. scratch. Are you hell? And yes. anyone that is doing that, by the way, I absolutely like, salute yes. you. <laughs>
1: Bow down to you. How Amazing. do you do it? You're a queen. <laughs>
0: um, but yeah, sometimes you do just need to do these things yeah. to, to make your life a little yeah. bit easier and to get that time for yourself. Absolutely. So um, anyone, you know, the person that submitted that, how do you find the time? And I think it is also like you would find the time to get your hair done. Right? Yes. Yeah. find the time to do a doctor's appointment
1: you have found the time to be on instagram to send that question there we go <laughs> okay yeah so we're finding the time like, yes and um my mom bless her like she's amazing she does listen to us I'm not slagging you off mom <laughs> but she is so bad at procrastinating like okay she will want she'll, she's got her own business and she'll want to be like oh look at this person they've posted that i should be posting that and i'm like yes you should i'm like but you could be posting that if you weren't looking at what other people are posting that's right um i think social media takes a lot of people's attention more than they think and i didn't realize how much of my own attention it took until i got the like thing that tells you the app screen time screen time yeah yeah um (laughs) you're so dumb that i'm like that thing (laughs) thing. um and i was like oh my god i've spent four hours on like instagram and like that is Mm. ridiculous but that like has dropped hugely especially since stopping breastfeeding this much because that was my thing I would yeah. just sit and scroll while I was feeding yeah. And um yeah now I'm like a lot more cautious of reading a book before bed or reading a book if I've got a bit of spare time or planning out some yoga sessions or mm-hmm. work stuff if I've got time and if I do find myself mindlessly scrolling I'm like right stop like I'm very much aware of it now um But yeah, I think that would be my biggest suggestion to people that ask what to do with your time. I'd be asking how you're spending it currently and what you can cut down.
0: Yeah. No, I'd agree. And, you know, I hear that you get people, like trainers and things online get a lot of um, bad press because they'll say things like, everyone's got the same 24 hours in the day. I mean, no, they fucking don't. When you've got two kids and you've got responsibilities and you're running your own business and everything else that you have to do that is involved with that and running a house. and Mm everything that you have to do day to day no not everyone has the same 24 hours in a day but everyone has choices what they can do with their time yes um and yeah and it's just all about prioritizing um because as I say if you had a hair appointment probably wouldn't I, I know I wouldn't miss a hair appointment um so it is it's like for me it's like schedule that time into your diary and commit to it mm-hmm. block that time off for yourself it doesn't have to be for a workout it could just be for like as you say to read a book or mm-hmm. to and do something a little bit more wholesome you yeah. know that's that's just for you um but it's tricky like it's tricky and you know you'll get i'll get mums at check-ins that will say i meant to do a workout today but my wee one's off school and i've not had the chance and they just they're clingy and it's like yeah that's all right it's okay give yourself a bit of a break for it tomorrow's another day let's go again um and it is just understanding that um there is some people that will have a bit more disposable time than others mm-hmm. um especially when they don't have kids yeah But I'm sure there'll be people sitting listening to this going, well, I don't have any spare time to myself and I don't have children. It's, yeah, each to their own. Everyone's got their own agenda and um, it's up to them to prioritise what it is that they want to do.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Okay, a question came through. It's up to you if you can veto it or not. I wasn't sure about asking you, but you (laughs) can, of course, just say, no, I'm not talking about it. Yeah. Um, And it was, question for Moggs, what happened with baby's father?
1: We won't veto it. I'll brush over it. Okay. Because I feel like people like do you know somebody recently one of my Marbella ex-Marbella clients had messaged like how are you getting on and I was like yeah yeah good and she'd asked about baby's dad and I was like we haven't been together for a long time and she had no idea and Mm. I think just because of the way my social media looks it's just me and it's just me and Aurora and some people probably thought that that I did have a partner behind the scenes but, but no I don't um so I think we separated when Aurora we was about four months, five months old. Wow. It was about March. It was like a long time. It was yeah. Mm-hmm. I came back from Spain, met him, was off swept your off my feet. Yeah. Um and yes we met in October. I was pregnant by the March. Wow. Yeah. Had Aurora in October and we would split up by the March. <laughs> you like to do things in cycles: October, and October March. March. Those are your months. Um, so yeah, it just didn't work out. Yeah. Um, yeah, we took a long time, I think, for us to be able to get on. And now we've got to this stage where it's like, okay, peaceful. Yeah, it's nice. We can have a conversation and we can air if either of us have an issue with something. And it's yeah, it's pretty good place now but it was like definitely sent me into quite a dark place last Mm -hmm. like summer was like just yeah hard and I think most of my friends noticed it because like social media was quiet our stories were quiet and I wasn't like as bubbly and Mm -hmm. it was just like survival mode you know like like moving back in my mum and dad with a baby they were like oh my god what the hell is going on yeah. <laughs> um and then and having a baby is hard enough emotionally having a baby is hard emotionally and then I think the hardest bit for me was I've always like I've come from a family they're together you know it's always been like a solid family unit happy families we've never had like you know been in a very privileged privileged position that like i've never had to worry about money as such you know we've always got by and it's never been an issue but then all of a sudden you're like single mom mm-hmm. having to join the council list and like these people don't speak to you nice either you know and it's mm-hmm. like oh my god i'm like this person that you know you maybe walk past in the street and don't realize what they're going through yeah um or people that are in council houses and people have this like you know there's a stigma there about single mums and single young mums in council houses I see memes and jokes and I'm like people have no idea no, like they don't. um so I was very lucky I ended up getting a private rental um because the council list was huge yeah. and I was living with my mom and dad so technically I wasn't like priority yeah, yeah. yeah um which i totally understand and there's people that need these houses um so i got a private rental met a guy on a dog walk an old guy up in up in the hills and he was like i've got a rental and yeah, i thought we you were just saying you're no, like a new no, guy no, no. Was like, oh, no just an old man that became my landlord Re-banged. and um yeah i had a great time no. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i met this time old guy and his wife oh they're so lovely and they've just ended up being like the best landlords you could have amazing and so understanding they ended up like brushing off my deposit so because i just had no money like i came away from that relationship with nothing like yeah. i wasn't really working some people probably think that, that was a silly idea to leave but you know you know no one happen. can make that decision yeah. for you and
0: again there details there
1: that no one knows about and yeah. you just have to do what's right just for you have to, and you know what i'm in like an unbelievably good place now and it's taken me so long to get here but I was like I have started dating someone recently and good. for the first time like I don't have any like yeah there's no I don't even know the way to put it like I'm not looking for something wrong with them you know mm-hmm. like I've got no trust issues like nothing I've just seem to have had this like huge time of being single and focusing on me and Aurora that I'm now like I feel people go on about healing Mm -hmm. and I think like it has really happened because I'm like whoa I don't have any hate towards her dad like there's no anger there there's nothing but just like love respect like for everyone and I just yeah I've come on like hugely and I speak to other single moms that are going through this similar stage as I was over a year ago and I'm like you know stop being angry at people like you're only hurting yourself yeah and anger just gets you nowhere and
0: yeah It eats you
1: up. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and I think I was so angry for such a long time. More because I think men, dads in general, get away with not doing as much as mums. We have to, like, I read a thing this morning and it was something to do with, like, you know, kids don't just have their bags packed, their lunch packed, their sun cream on, you know, make sure their teeth are brushed and they've got their shoes on the right feet and all these things Mm -hmm. that mums have to just deal with yeah and i mean hands up there is dads out there that do all the i was things about to about, say that
0: i know for sure that there's guys out there that do Yes, um, but i know a lot of guys Usually, that don't there's yeah. a
1: lot of them that don't yeah. and they just get to crack on with their lives mm-hmm. and that's it you're mm-hmm. and you know and being in the position where i was just like i've got everything to deal with now i've yeah. got to put a roof over her head i've got to feed her i've got to feed myself i've got to somehow make some money. Like okay I get benefits for being a single mum but Mm. I don't know how people survive on just that like they're I mean the crisis we're in now (laughs) I got an email this morning my electric's gonna be like 370 pounds I'm like that's almost as much as my rent Mm -hmm. and you don't get financial help for that as a single parent so all these things that I was angry because he was able to just live and I had to deal with all this crap yeah but now I'm like do you know what it's made me a stronger person mm-hmm. I got through it mm-hmm. like we're now in a position where I can afford new camping gear and went away last weekend and yeah. I don't have to worry at the end of each month there's a lovely little larder in Dufton and like huge advice to anyone I think like people maybe think they're above something like you'll get it once i explain so there's a free food larder and it's for people to help themselves to and i know a lot of people inducted like just don't use it but That's i'm incredible. like it's there to be used and one of my friends was like yeah but you're a single mum so you can use that <laughs> it's like you can use it too like yeah, nobody's judging who's going through that door yeah. and um if anyone what an amazing resource it's great so basically co-op put all their stuff there at the end of the day and some like older people that have, like, there's some like really, there's a really like aging community in Dufton, but lovely people. And mm-hmm. they all have like gardens and fruit and veg and anything that's like surplus to what they need, it goes into the larder. You, you can just take it. for free. And honestly, like, if people have access to something like that or food banks, I know obviously you need to be in a certain position to use them but Mm. never like feel that you can't because they are there for a reason and And no shame should be attached to that exactly because people end up in circumstances
0: that they they weren't expecting and, um, and it's hard
1: yeah and I think coming from the family that I have and like never having to think about things like that for a long time I was like too embarrassed to go to these places or ask for help or when I had to go to the job centre, I was like, oh my god, this is mortifying. I'm gonna get like you know, it's a busy car park in Elgin outside the job centre. I'm like, oh my god, people are gonna think mm-hmm. huh, she's like crashed and burned, come back from our and look Yeah, but do you <laughs> but think actually, that's part of your healing
0: as well? Is that yeah. not caving what people think? Yeah, you're then, in your situation and you're doing everything that you can to survive yeah. and and make your situation yeah. better for yourself. Yeah, no and, one can criticize that. Yeah,
1: and I think recently I had to go in again, see like you go in for reviews and I actually just walked in, my head held high. So I was like, Do you know what? I'm yeah. proud. I'm yeah. like here to tell them that I'm in a decent situation now. Yeah, like I'm not going in with my hood up like I did the first time. Yeah, that's what that's a,
0: what turning around. That's yeah. amazing. Really good. Good for um, you. So I wish yeah. I hope you know. lots of other mums in the same situation could find that bravery and could yeah. find that resolve. Because yeah. as you say, when you're trying to get over something and you're, you know, recovering from trauma or from a dark place as you've said it can be really difficult to see light at the end of it and and I've always seen you as just such a positive person I mean when you walked in today like you you do just have like this cheeriness (laughs) and this glow like this happiness around you and it's quite contagious I find myself just sitting grinning just chatting with you and engaging with you because that's who you are as a person yeah and to know that you've not always felt like that or you've gone through those that time um it's just a wonderful thing. So it shows that you have had to work really hard yeah. to turn that around. And you definitely have. I mean Yeah, yeah that's, that's that's amazing. Look <laughs> at you just bossing yeah. it.
1: And I know like I have a long way to go, but I actually I was speaking to somebody about this the other day and they were like, Oh, um somebody I know is buying a house and we're like the same age and um my friend was like, Oh, have you like start saving? And I was like, There is just no way in yeah. hell, like I have just got to the point where I don't have to like use loans and overdrafts so i'm like in a right. healthy position now where i'm like not in any debt mm-hmm. i'm still receiving obviously child benefits and stuff for being a single parent but i'm in a position now that i'm like happy and i'm surviving and i'm getting you know you're, in fact more than surviving i'm thriving now yeah, you're winning <laughs> you're absolutely winning, winning. Yeah. and um yeah so i think to then start to bother myself with thinking about saving for a house would just knock me down a few pegs and I'm like no I'm not ready for that I think once Aurora's into school I can then start to think okay I've got more time I can work more now I can do this but I'm just um, way past the point of caring what anyone else is doing and just focusing on yeah. where my journey is Absolutely. yeah and if I'm renting that house in Dufton for the next five years so be it like
0: yeah. they say comparison is a thief of joy If you, you start when you start looking at other that people's positions or other people yeah and, and again we come back to this whole thing of posting on instagram yeah. and people only post the highlights yeah so you can easy to get dragged into thinking they've got it all they've got it all yeah. sewn up their life is amazing no it's not who the hell you know it takes a very brave person to actually show up and and you know guts and all yeah and share these sorts of things mm-hmm. that you've been in a dark place or things aren't so rosy so yeah. thank you for that honesty but it is it's when you start comparing yourself to other people and um, you can just make you feel worse about yourself just look inward and see where you're at and appreciate everything that you have yeah and it just turns it around, That's doesn't it?
1: One. you could do meditation with that. Yeah. Really like, thanks. Like,
0: <laughs> was, it? <laughs> was it? all right? Normally <laughs> I swear a lot. <laughs> so, well, this takes us on to, someone asked, what's been your greatest achievement and what's been your biggest failure? So mm-hmm. do you feel that the way that you've pulled yourself out of that situation and turned things around for yourself and you felt like you were in a dark place, do you feel like that could be one of your biggest achievements?
1: Yeah, I would definitely say, like, just surviving a year of, single parenting is like a huge achievement and yeah. I'm like whoa like I did that
0: um high fives and virtual hugs to all the women yes. out there going through the same
1: yes yeah 100% yeah. like a whole new respect for all I mean I had a huge new respect for my own mum when I became a mum and now it's like a single mum I'm like mm. oh my god anyone that's like got partners that work a lot or yeah. work away like anything I'm like just mums that are bossing it I'm like yeah amazing yeah um Yes, is yes,
0: it is. It's other mums like we've got partners that work away for weeks at a yeah. time. People that work offshore, yeah. people that work, you know, abroad, yeah. um, and are only there sort of small amounts of mm-hmm. the year in total. And as you touched on there, like with mums, it's you that has to make sure that they've got the sun cream on and that they've got their backpack with the right school stuff. And not only the the physical jobs that are involved in getting the kids out the door in the morning, but it's also knowing if your kid's upset, what's going to comfort them. Yeah, you know, if if they. What's their, what they're going to feel most proud about? How can you compliment your child? You're so in tune with these little people that you're bringing up because you're the one that's giving the care. So
1: Aurora's going to her dad for her first overnight this weekend. Right. And I have been so like panicky. And he's like, that's because you're the mum and you know, but he was like, she'll be fine. And I'm like, I know, but you need to make sure she doesn't nap after three o'clock and that she doesn't eat this and she has to eat that and change her bum then. (laughs) And I'm like, okay Morgan calm down like yeah. I'm being a mom now yeah. you know like that like but that's a big deal for you yeah it's a big deal there yeah and,
0: that you're and I'm like I there. know
1: she'll be fine mm. but it's just like if anything is out of routine that'll knock me the next day so I'm like do not fuck this when up. she
0: comes home <laughs> right.
1: Right. <laughs> okay like, there's like although it's a light routine there is a routine there, yeah so. of course um but yeah it's quite funny um although I do think like these mums that have partners that work away, me I always say like to people one of my friends her partner works away me maybe like six seven weeks at a time and she's like oh I can't complain because you do it all your all the time and I'm like no you can complain because you've got man that comes back
0: yeah. <laughs> and then your whole that's, routine is fucked again.
1: yeah I'm like at least I'm playing sailing all the time ta- or maybe not playing sailing but I'm the same failing all the time yeah Um, but to have someone come back and leave and come back that's like just as traumatic yeah no absolutely yeah Yeah, because you you get used to things being a certain
0: way and then all of a sudden everything's upheaval then you just get used to that and then they go again yeah um no I totally get that and I was reading something this morning about and sort of the, the job roles within the house and um how much um you know responsibilities dads take now obviously we're surmising here we know that there's guys there yeah, that, that, that do, do lots and sometimes are the primary caregiver of the kids and that the, the mum goes to work totally understand that um, but it's it's almost as though as a single mum you just have to accept or a single parent you just have to accept that that's how it is you have to do it It can be harder sometimes when there's a person there that doesn't want to pull their weight because then you are continually frustrated that they're not sharing the load and they just don't seem to get it. And you can speak up, you can say, I'd like it if you'd help me with this. Or, you know, one of the questions actually, which might be quite a good um, good time to come on to it, was when it comes to housework, does your partner help? Like, would he think, oh, the bed needs stripped and do it or just leave it to you? I feel like I'd be in the same bed sheets for months before he'd think it would need done. Is it normal for us women to carry the household uh, mental load?
1: Oh, I mean... Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm on my own, so yeah. they do...
0: But, oh, but, but pre- previously,
1: I would do everything. Yeah.
0: yeah. So you think it's just um, normal that women are expected to do which
1: it? Which it's... Yeah, I think... Do you know what? I've actually... Um, got friends who are down like london direction and my friends out in Marbella, right and they share the load and these guys like they're a different breed Mm -hmm. like they really care for the woman and their children and try and share that load like one of my friends joe out in spain like absolutely adore him like he is dad goals for anyone like he has taken (laughs)
0: okay but (laughs) But, guys you're about to get some tips yeah and how to to be amazing he
1: just um his partner sarah will go she's got a juice shop so she'll like go and run the juice shop and he's a personal trainer and they just they juggle um their little girl so well between the two of them Mm -hmm. and when she finishes work if she's been working more hours that day like he will have dinner made for her. Like, he'll do all the dishes. He'll, you know, do the housework that day. Likewise, if she's home before, you know, it's such they've got such a good team. And, yeah. like, I admire it so much. Yeah. Um. And then even on days where he's been working, but she's been at home with the little girl all day, like, he'll come home and just do little things, like, take over, like, and just allow... Sarah to go and do her own thing. Yeah. And just honestly, the teamwork that they've got between the two of them is amazing. And yeah. he will do housework and he'll gut and he'll dish do dishes and mm-hmm. he'll do everything that I think here. And this is where I'm gonna try and not categorize every tradie out there. Or offend anyone. But yeah. Um but there's something about Murray and the amount of tradesmen that we have and all these men that think that they do men's work and mm i'm a joiner and i'm out doing all this like work so mm-hmm. they think just because they're a bit dirty when they come home that they have done their work and they don't need to do anything so and work stops when they get in the door yeah whereas and okay. um, they'll maybe have and again this is just like putting everyone under one umbrella but not but it tends to be if someone is like a joiner or an electrician or one of these like tradey jobs mm-hmm. that their partner girlfriend wife whatever um, will have maybe like a part-time job doing like your secretary stuff at school, or they'll work within the school hours, which tends to be more admin roles or like cleaner work. And because they come home looking the same as what they left, it's like, oh well, you've had an easy day. Kids are yours. Like okay. that's.
0: Are you speaking from experience here? Like you said, bit, yeah, you got a little bit. Of a, a little a,
1: bit. I'm like, yeah, I know exactly who this works. But just like even girls that I speak to and like mum friends that I have, yeah, it tends to be the men that work. Handy jobs, mm-hmm. messy jobs that seem to think that work stops when they get in. Yeah,
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think it is just tradies. I think, I think um, for a long time, ladies have struggled with the yeah. fact that because they're the mum yeah. and they're maybe more at you know home at home more yeah. than they are, then the responsibility falls on them to do yeah. everything. Yeah, and that's just historically the way that yeah. it's been. Things are very different now. You know. I'm putting in more hours now mm-hmm. on my own business from home than I was when I was yeah. running the pub. Yeah. So, although I'm at home, I'm fucking working yeah. ridiculous hours. But
1: they don't see that because you're at home. Sometimes not. Yeah. 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 Um,
0: and yeah, it's frustrating. And it goes back to this whole thing of would a regular guy think oh the bed needs changed i'll get it done no or would you just wait for it to be done
1: yeah and then that's when it is done like they seem yeah uh, definitely from i think since becoming a single mom and being surrounded and you can only speak from
0: experience yeah it's not like um, i keep saying we're not here to offend anyone it's not here
1: to offend anyone and there will be people sitting back going holy shit my man is actually all right like okay (laughs) i think there will be people that listen to that and think oh wow um but i think there's going to be a lot of women mums,
0: not in their head
1: it doesn't even have to be mums. you don't have to have kids involved i think um yeah there's going to be people out there in relationships where one person takes the load of the housework i know for a fact my brother is useless (laughs) like when i first became a single mum, i ended up staying at him and his girlfriends for a few nights or a week at one point and um it was just dishes sitting there and they continued to sit there and he was off and she mm. was away at work and i was like okay i'm gonna do these dishes now and he's like "Ah, uh, cheers and i was like but you're not <laughs> fucking doing <dead enough>. that. <laughs> i was like these have been sitting there since i arrived like two days ago and she's you know they're both in the police so they were both working busy and um yeah i was like okay this is like
0: do you think that's out. just like a laziness like or do you think that they're just not aware of that or is it just like that or, be, or yeah. that because they expect someone else to do it or they expect the women in the house to do it I think they
1: expect the women in the house to do it which is funny because my dad does <laughs> he does quite a lot actually so it's not like we've grown up in a house where my mum does everything. it was your mum's yeah. job yeah. Um, and bless her she does you know again they take like the load and I've grown up in a house where they do take the load so mm. you know we do get on at my brother quite a lot where like you were not raised mm-hmm. like this so mm-hmm. pull your finger out your backside yeah. Um, which he is I think Starting too slowly. But I think, yeah, I, I don't know what it's gonna take for Well, I was life.
0: about to say, I think as you talked about your friend in Spain, um, they've obviously got a very good relationship. They're The yeah. attack team, he respects her and understands that it shouldn't always have to fall on her feet to get all those things done. Yeah. So he steps up and does that. I think with any marriage, any relationship, you need that communication. Mm-hmm. If something is irking you, yeah. you need to be able to sit down. You don't have to attack them or criticize. But you can say you need to know that when this happens or that doesn't happen, this is how it makes me feel. Yeah, and then they might take that on board and then like get a rota or try and put things in place to make it that little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it's life yeah. shit enough yeah. without having <laughs> to get stressed about who's going to change the freaking bed.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then I think, put the bins out. I think if your partner isn't doing anything. And, you know, have you communicated it with them mm-hmm. before you get raging that they haven't
0: done it? before you just slag them off, like, on yeah. a group chat with the girls? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. try and say to them.
1: Because they might just be really stupid.
0: Or blissfully unaware <laughs> that it's not, like, you just expect, yeah. especially if they've come from a house, as you say, where if mum has done everything, they might expect that that's just how it is and they're just not used to doing that. Yeah. Um, and there is a lot of people, like, they come home from yeah. work and they just want to kick off their shoes, have a shower, eat their dinner, and then that's their chill time, where there's lots of people not just single mums but people in relationships and partnerships have to still do the bedtime the bath time Mm -hmm. start the kitchen out cook the dinner put the dishes away pack the pack lunches for the next day and there is a lot we are busy people
1: yeah you know
0: life is non-stop
1: and we should also say i'm sure there is women out there that are quite happy to do all these things and there is that kind of traditional i know there is a lot of mums and women that are quite happy or maybe have that if you don't have kids yet they maybe have this like of being like the housewife that does yeah. everything and they're quite happy to you do can that maybe
0: thrive on that role like yeah. pro- yeah.
1: the, the yeah. caregiver yeah yeah and I think some people really suit that role yeah but that's just not me
0: yeah no I get yeah. that yeah and I think there does have to be a balance and you have to both be of an understanding or okay this is what's going to happen or this is maybe how we could get better yeah. at this and it's all about communication it's all about sitting down and just having a conversation yeah. and letting each other air how they're feeling um, and and taking it from there I think yeah. right
1: yeah definitely
0: um so I kind of skipped a bit questions there we talked about what's your biggest achievement and what's your biggest failure
1: failure (sighs) I don't know I don't think like I know it's like so cliche but there's nothing that I regret or Mm -hmm. like yeah I don't feel like I've ever failed I always like anything that I've done I will do my best Mm -hmm. to do that Mm -hmm. um so in terms of failure I can't think of one
0: Um, it's like you say like you can if you can take a lesson from anything whether it's the most heartbreaking scenario in your life you can learn from that yeah and some good can come of that like you'll never allow that to happen again or put yourself in that situation that's a lesson learned yeah so it shouldn't necessarily be seen as a failure that should be a win because you'll never go through that again
1: yeah and I think um I journal a lot I haven't been recently but I did and I think that's what got me through a lot of like it made me like really look into the way I reacted to things and mm. and like you say everything so far that I've done that could maybe be seen as a failure would be something that I've then learned from mm-hmm. um so I can't think something True. that I would use no that's great I can't answer that that's question a positive, I, don't positive I don't fail <laughs> of, I don't fail I'm, I'm a winner <laughs> <laughs> but that's a great way to look at it It'd be great yeah. if, if lots
0: of other people could see it like that as well rather than I'm um, you know my job's not going well or I'm not happy in my marriage or mm-hmm. x y and z how can you learn from that how can you change that situation yeah. for yourself I firmly believe everyone has got the power within themselves to change a situation for the better yeah um you know regardless of what that is could you just be making some small changes day to day um or speaking out yeah. or having the confidence there to is, um, speak up for yourself
1: <laughs> like I don't know why this just came <laughs> into my head but you'll find it funny um when I was with Aurora's dad, he wanted the, like, um, I was making a chili and I used to do, like, chunky veg, right. whereas he preferred it, like, fine. So right. there was one day I was like, I'm going to make him a chili and he is going to love it because I'm going to finally, like, chop these onions. Yeah. They didn't go as finely chopped as I planned, so I chucked everything in the blender, m- mince included. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I made this chili, like and I was page. so proud of it, <laughs> <laughs> and he came in, and I was like, "Voila!"
0: <laughs> I housewife of the year,
1: that was lame, I <laughs> <Did he laughs> broken up over the chili, <laughs> and he was like, did he so recognize, he started spinning it, and he was like, what have you done to that, and I was oh. like, I put it through the Nutribullet. <laughs> Finally blended so we chili. ended up going and buying tortilla chips because I was like let's just dip it let's just yeah. make it a mincey meaty yeah. dip
0: mincey dip or nachos nat- nat- do nice. not
1: recommend putting mince in yeah. the blender
0: but you know what it is it seems like it's things like that a lesson. it's a lesson it's not a failure so that chilli wasn't a failure it was a lesson you'll never do that again there you go yeah. but it is it's little things like that that really do make someone in a relationship feel like they've been listened to doesn't yeah. it like he would mentioned that he doesn't like it with the chunky vegetables. Yeah. you know what? I'm going to do something really nice today and I'm going to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. I had the same conversation with someone recently about macaroni cheese. Mm. And they'd said they really have had macaroni cheese. And he just, you know what? I'm going to make macaroni cheese. And they sent me a message and said, you've no idea how much that meant to me, the fact that you had said that because I had yeah. spoken about it. And it's like just nice little things, isn't it? Yeah. Make you feel listened to and make you feel appreciated and accepted
1: absolutely yeah
0: so it's it's all the little things it's not necessarily big grand gestures it's these little things like remembering about the chunky veg chunky veg and not a nutribullet Yep. (laughs) what's your go-to breakfast
1: oh um recently what have I been having do I go through phases I will have toast an avocado mm. with chilli sprinkles and salt, lots of salt. I love salty things. Oh my so, God, me yeah. too. Salty avocado and toast. Mm-hmm. Hits a spot every time. And nobody in Dufton eats bloody avocados, so they're always free at the larder. Oh my God, um, I'm <laughs> winning. You know what,
0: everyone's going to Dufton now for the three
1: Um Yeah, you don't have to proof your postcode either. So <laughs> <laughs> avocado toast is like just so quick and easy. Yeah, um, smash it up on a, on a piece yeah, of bread, yeah. Easy. Um, if, I'm, if I've got more time i would definitely like peanut butter oats whether they're overnight mm-hmm. or they're made on the morning i just love peanut butter and porridge mm-hmm. all day That's mm-hmm. does to be breakfast like overnight oats can be stretched breakfast lunch dinner yeah they're <laughs> day. yeah what about yours
0: um i'm a fan of eggs like as you're saying salty and then the first thing i thought about was like a hard-boiled egg with like heaps of salt on it um on with some toast like I like dippy soldiers like dippy mm-hmm. dippy eggs um same as you avocado on toast um I kind of read that and I was like what would I say I think mood dependent yeah. I don't tend to eat breakfast during the week or around my workouts yeah. which is bad advice because you should really be sort of feeling workouts but I think the mornings are just so manic and I usually do a workout about 9 15 so I don't really have time but afterwards I'll then go and eat something Mexican eggs is a good one. Get some scrambled eggs, put some chorizo, some Frank's oh, hot sauce, truly. um, stick it in a wrap with some sour cream, a bit of cheese, some spring onions, some jalapenos. That is, if I've got the time to make that, that's what that would be my oh, ideal breakfast. Nice, um, and maybe like some watermelon on the side. Yeah. Cover all the bases. Uh, someone has asked, do you not feel intimidated going to the gym by yourself? Your confidence is amazing. How do you do? it?
1: Was that for me or for you?
0: I, believe, I don't tend to go to the gym no, on my own, but yeah. you posted about you in the gym, yeah. so let's, let's um, get you to answer it.
1: I just, I just go, yeah. <laughs> just, just hold your head up and go. Do yeah. Um, I actually have only just started going back to the gym. Mm. Um, I've had Fit Life and I've been paying for Fit Life for bloody ages, and mm. I was like, right, I'm Use going. Yeah. So, um, Sunday when she's at her dad's, I go to the gym now and make a point of. Doing weights, doing my weight cardio, going for a sauna, going for a swim, I do everything on a Sunday. Bloody love it. Brilliant. So when people ask, like, how do you find the time? <laughs> I do it all on a Sunday, film it all <laughs> on a Sunday, yeah. and then I post it Monday to Friday. Get your money's <laughs> worth. Get your money's worth do on a Sunday. Yeah. Um but yeah, I think going back recently, like I would say in the last within the last five, six months, um, or even just this year, I've gone back into the gym and the mm. first time I went in, I actually felt really small and I was like "Ooh, this is a weird feeling because mm. the whole gym community that I used to train with this would have been pre-covid like when i lived here before because mm-hmm. when I moved back it was covid and the gyms weren't open so the whole gym community and everyone that I knew has now they weren't there or there was people that I kind of recognized but a lot of them were like younger people mm-hmm. and for some reason sounds silly because they're younger and you sh- like but I felt more intimidated because I was like, I don't know any of these people. Mm -hmm. And it was just strange. Um, So I felt like I felt the need to just go and take the rack. I was like, I am proven. I have not been here for a while, but I trained. No messing.
0: (laughs) I'm going straight for the most intimidating part of this gym. Yeah,
1: And just go and own it and look like you know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I think if you're not comfortable, like heading in the weight section, what I did the other day, it was super busy. And there was like all these like, you know massive guys that Mm. were taking up all the racks and the leg press and all like big important you know Mm -hmm. machines and I that sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about I'm (laughs) not down I'm not down with the gym (laughs) lingo anymore anyway I lost lost my touch I'm like yeah that thing Deadlifts. that one um I just was like you know I'll just go and grab I grabbed two sets of dumbbells um I think I took like sevens and tens I went over to the treadmill and I just set up like a little circuit by myself because I was like I'm sticking to one little corner Mm. I'm not in anyone's way Mm -hmm. I'm not taking any weights that are they're needing to use it was just like yeah and I got such a good workout done yeah in one space yeah like you don't need to you see people you know looking at their phones or looking at um like they'll maybe have like a workout written down Mm -hmm. and they're trying to like I've been there as well, like back when I first started training at the gym and I had like such a complex plan from this coach and I was like Googling the moves or messaging her while I was in the gym, like, how do I do this? How mm-hmm. do I do that? And I think if you're not comfortable, like if you've got a program, look at it before you go. For sure. So you know where you're heading, you know what you've got
0: Ask to all the do. questions that ask, you need to before yes,
1: you go. Mm-hmm. Before you go. If there's anything like form wise, ask a member of the gym, like I know they're not like, I've noticed especially not naming gyms but i'm sure everyone knows where i go like the instructors don't speak and oh i'm like goodness. when i used to work in the gym as soon as someone walked through the door i was that annoying person who was like hey what are you training today do you need anything do you need anything? Yeah. like if there's anything you need just give me a shout and i'll help you with your form like i haven't had that experience myself in the gym and i think like if anyone does work in a gym top tip yeah. like be more welcoming welcoming and yeah speak to people and make sure if do you think that might be because they know who you are and think she's good she
0: knows what she's talking about she doesn't need any help
1: yeah maybe but yeah yeah, like probably now Mm -hmm. yeah um but i think from like a gym gore perspective when i see other people in the gym that could do with a bit of assistance like sometimes I don't and like if someone's not doing anything that's like not unsafe mm. but it's slightly wrong I won't go up and ruin the workout by telling them but mm. there has been times where I've been in the gym and there was a group of maybe like they were do like 16 17 maybe, I don't know, boys anyway mm. doing deadlifts and it was like dangerously bad form and okay, I was like watched. okay nobody that works here is stepping in so I did and they actually all left I was, like, <laughs> I was like I'm sorry boys I was am like, just trying to help they done a couple more reps and then left and um that's obviously not the outcome I wanted yeah, but they were maybe embarrassed but hopefully next time they'll go and think like what did you tell us to yeah. do and we'll do it better yeah um so I think if anyone is nervous about going to the gym mm-hmm just pick like make sure you're confident before you go in with what you're going you to do have a plan yes yeah, so you're not wandering around aimlessly yeah um because i did that the other week and i just felt like an absolute tube and then i went on the roar i panicked i was like <laughs> oh i just got that um and then, yeah.
0: you yeah. did not get your money's worth that day no,
1: I didn't, <laughs> I didn't. Um, but yeah go in with a plan grab what you need and go and find a space where you're yeah. not in the eyeshot of Someone that you feel intimidated by.
0: Yeah, that's that would be my pointers as well. Is have a plan so that you're not just going fuck. Where, where do I begin? Have a plan that you can stick to. In, with shift in six, the, all the workouts um, for the beginners, especially, I film. I filmed myself doing it and mm. talking through the form. And then they also have access to an app that has all the workouts in it with little videos for instruction. Mm -hmm. Um, So I always encourage people to look at it before they take it into the gym. But with Shift, it's always like you just need two dumbbells and a kettlebell. That's it. That's all you need. So they can take it into the gym when they feel ready to, knowing that they've had the form, they feel confident with the moves. And I always say this, but when you are doing strength training, it's like a circus skill. You need to be doing the same shit day in, day out to get better at it so that you can work safely, get good form, target the muscles that are intended, and then you can make it more challenging, get that progressive overload from there. And So yeah, I would absolutely encourage anyone to make sure that they look at the plan first, make sure they're comfortable with it, stick some music on, go in, just crack on, don't worry what anyone else thinks, Um, find out at reception the quieter times, if it makes it more suitable for you, um see if a friend will go with you like in the shift groups some of the girls will say i'm going to elgin gym tomorrow if anyone wants to come and it's lovely so good. it's so nurturing mm-hmm. um and they're all very supportive of each other so it's lovely that they can do that as yeah. well and they get a little gym buddy and sometimes that makes it a little bit
1: amazing a little bit yeah um
0: a little bit easier um have either of you ever fancied a client no i fancy all of mine all my girls are hot
1: <laughs> oh there we yeah, go there I'm we too. go you're showing me up yeah, now. No, they're, they're all incredible yeah, like yeah. i've
0: actually drilled over some of the before and afters they're hot as. Yeah, yeah. um but no yeah. not in that sense not in
1: like the in ways, appropriate
0: classic. ways. business only
1: yeah yeah but definitely all the girls that we work with look amazing of
0: course they're all yeah. queens how do neither of you have any stretch marks what lotions did you use
1: I didn't use any lotions and people are going to like hate me. Um, I, <laughs> I just don't. Yeah, but I just it's, don't. it's just one of these things. Um, Genetics, isn't it? Yeah, I don't even know. Do you know what? It's one thing that I haven't even looked into much, mm. like how they occur and this and that. I, I actually got stretch marks on my left boob um, when I was feeding and they've gone now. Like My right. boobs have also gone. Um, But they, I think, very like it's so fast um, yeah, then disappeared so quickly that... I got stretch marks on my left boob and i was like that is so like i was like what on earth like how has that happened mm. um but it's never been something i've had on other body parts but i've also never been hugely bigger than what i am at the moment or hugely smaller my right. body's always grown and changed gradually
0: yeah um, and it does usually occur when it's rapid weight loss or yeah. rapid weight gain um,
1: yeah but any time I've seen people kind of posting, they all look like you know, it's like normal bodies, yeah. and um, so I've never looked into why or how yeah. you get them or get rid. of them. Yeah, I definitely
0: think um, staying hydrated just with any any skin, you know, you want to stay hydrated, high protein diet, high fiber diet to help the elasticity of the yeah. skin, um, collagen, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, stretch marks are just one of these things. It's almost like Russian roulette. Some yeah. get them, some don't. But again, it can be hereditary. Same with cellulite. You know, there's nothing really that you can do inherently to really yeah. get rid of that yeah um it just comes a lot of its body acceptance but staying hydrated can
1: improve yeah. um, cellulite is a, um good one to speak about because i was just the other day aurora has like cellulite on her bum mm-hmm. and my mom was like oh look at that it's so cute it's and i was like why do we find it so cute on babies mm-hmm. and then shame ourselves for mm-hmm. it like it's bizarre and i find like i heard i am pair of pink shorts on the other day which I thought I looked bloody amazing in when I was standing front on and then when I turned like side in <coughs> certain sorry in a certain light I was like, oh I've got cellulite there and I've never had cellulite before. And then next day it was like can't see it, like mm. it wasn't there. And I'm like, that's so weird. Like it just depends on the light you're standing in, oh, or how your God. body is that day. Absolutely. Or, it's just incredible. The body's incredible and I think stretch marks, cellulite rolls flat stomachs like perky bums whatever you have
0: just accept rocket. it and yeah. don't get don't try not to get too um caught up in it or yeah. else this is the thing when people start to go on a journey they can quite often fixate on an area about themselves that they dislike yeah so they don't get to see all the other incredible changes that are happening people carry stubborn fat around their middle or on their legs or on their upper arms and sometimes they can't recognize the other changes that are happening elsewhere because they're so fixated on that and sometimes it's the last thing that'll change um, but it's funny, talking about stretch marks, I have a tiny one on the side of my stomach from when I carried Leo. Didn't seem to, didn't get any when I had Frankie. Um, but I have got from um, sort of weight loss and then gain on my arse, because I've been, mm-hmm. this is the year of building the glutes. Um, I have got stretch marks. I mean, my arse cheeks are like an origin survey map mm-hmm. of the Cairngorms. <laughs> and I remember being on holiday with the girls in Marbella in the summer and uh, one of my girlfriends I hadn't seen in a long time, obviously we were all there in bikinis, tits out and all that and she looked at my arse cheek she was like thank fuck you're normal like that because obviously I put this yeah. like I'm work out and I work hard and all the rest of it and then she's like thank fuck you're normal like the rest of us because I had stretch marks on my arse and then uh, yeah I think it is it's just something that everyone's got and yeah. it's just to be there
1: yeah it's, <laughs> so, just, there. it's, yeah, just, it's there. just there
0: although you know I know it's difficult for some people to not get upset about appearance or, or things but just try not to mm-hmm. put your life on hold yeah you know don't not wear the shorts just because you think your legs are got stretch marks on yeah. them or whatever
1: yeah i can exactly. rock it. like yeah i have the palest legs on the planet like they took it took 18 months living in spain to get a bit of color right and then it took like two minutes being back in Scotland for it to go. Right. And that's one thing I always think, oh I'm not gonna wear shorts because my legs are so pale. Mm-hmm. And this year I'm like, do you know what I'm wearing bloody shorts and I'm gonna get colour on my legs by wearing shorts. There you go. i um, got to expose that. And they were like stubbly the other day and pale and I was like, do you know what I don't even care. No. I think I was like I can't remember what I said about them. I was like they're prickly pale and something else. There was like three peas i was like yeah i don't care like just and actually don't we
0: just beat ourselves up over these little things where there's yeah. no one else is going to notice else. and no one else is going to care
1: yeah no one's going to say anything no one's going to approach you and go oh look at your like really white legs or look at that like stretch mark that goes down the back of your leg yeah. why have you got that yeah and do you know what if they do
0: then they're an actual I was going to say a really Arse. bad word there yeah, arsehole, say arsehole. Else, we'll just use yeah. arsehole we'll use arsehole and <laughs> um, if they do comment like that then they're an arsehole yeah and do you actually want to speak to them anymore that would be my way yes. of dealing with it um what's people's attitudes like when you explain what you do um, I'm assuming they're talking about PT. I'm
1: thinking PT. Or what do we do? What else do you do? Do you I don't have anything know. else? Maybe.
0: <laughs> but maybe people don't know about <laughs> that.
1: So we'll pretend it's PT they're talking about. <laughs> Why do you get out too well?
0: <laughs> um I'll let you go first for that. Yeah, because. I think um, it's funny because um I think like I think if some before I did PT, someone told me they were a PT, I'd be like, that's so cool. Like, imagine being able to do that as a job, like wear leggings all day instead of having (laughs) to get dressed up to go to the office. You know, like that for me would be like, oh, wow, like that's cool. And then obviously being able to know about the body and know how to train and help people. And because that's, you know, that's why we're here. You can't buzz out giving people their confidence back or teaching them and empowering them. Um, But for me, it tends to be more like people will approach me when I'm out and say oh I need to I'm going, I'm going to do shift or they ask questions And I, I mean I love it but um yeah it's it's a lot like I was at that McMurray festival a couple of weeks ago and my mates were like fucking hell you're getting stopped at the toilets again because <laughs> people will come up to you and ask you questions or say oh, I need to get back to shift I've had my baby now can I come back xyz and then and it's lovely but um yes yeah, it's, it's constant because of, of what you do yeah are you
1: yeah pretty much yeah um I find it quite funny like when I especially doing yoga now as well Mm. teaching yoga there's this like attitude that I have picked up on really fast that people think white girls teaching yoga must have a rich husband at home that's like their thing like honestly the attitude like when you say like are you teaching yoga or when I've been teaching a class and you get into conversations with the people that are there and they'll maybe ask like a little bit and I'll drop in that oh like
0: you know, this is your little job on the side yeah okay. and I'm like
1: I'm like no no like this is my thing like this is what I do mm. um and people are always quite surprised um, I had someone I was in a coffee That's shop so I recently. would
0: never have that stereotype it's
1: So funny yeah so I was in a coffee shop and I'd said that I was just finished teaching a yoga class and they were like oh um so what what do you do and I was like I, I'm a personal trainer and I teach yoga yeah but like for your proper job and I was like no proper, that's a proper job like I actually earn money doing that and people like yeah and I don't know if it's <laughs> I'm in the hills and people are backwards or what but like yeah people I think for me I find it really amusing like pe- some people's reaction not realizing that it's my proper job right um and maybe that's because of my social media being like I do like fun things and I'm always out and about and I'm doing something Mm. um, and people think that I must have some kind of other earner (laughs) another
0: side hustle yeah Yeah. like
1: private only fans I don't (laughs) I don't by the way Although it was so tempting when I first became a girl. No. I that's... mean, all power to those girls yes. that do it. Great. Fucking hell, you can yeah. make so much like, shit
0: ton of money. Yeah,
1: I know. It's like you think, oh, tempting, but no. no not for me. Um, no dude want these pasty legs. <laughs> be <a> <laughs> strictly...
0: Some people go on for feet, you're there with your prickly, prickly stubbly legs.
1: Prickly pale <laughs> legs. Um, no, but I do find it quite funny. i like my grand my grandparents that kind of generation like mm. what what does she do and I'm like this is what I do mm-hmm. um other people our generation younger people definitely have that that's so cool that's cool yeah like wish I could do that you know yeah um and I have had a client in the past that went on to do her personal training and that's now what she does out in Marbella which is amazing, amazing. that you've
0: inspired um, like, that
1: yeah and I'm like wow like her weight loss was incredible and then went off to do her own and now I look at what she's doing I'm like oh my god wow that's so cool you get to do that for a living and I'm yeah. like hold on a minute that's what I do just just not in Marbella minus the sun yeah um so yeah that's quite funny yeah get. that's
0: yeah um yeah I think it's um yeah it's funny when you get approached and people think a certain way or like in the supermarket and they'll go hmm got pizza and wine in your basket yeah. and i'm like yep it's yep. been a tough old day <laughs> um but yeah i think they just expect you to be a certain way or mm-hmm. um or to live a certain way but like i'm totally honest on social media as are you um that this is you know it's not all fucking sunshine and roses yeah. and protein meals yeah. you know it's yeah. uh you can absolutely be flexible with it and have a life and we were speaking before we hit records you know some days you have a fish finger sandwich yes yeah and you're all about the gut health mm-hmm. but there is some days that you will have a fish finger sandwich yes. and a Heineken
1: or a bit Heineken like a first, the first Heineken or beans on toast for your dinner yeah. and yeah. like There's oh my god last night I bought there was crumpets for 80 pence in the court, mm-hmm. and I was like I'll have a packet of them I'll have a crumpet tonight and a, a cup of cheese. cheese well I put a lump of butter on this crumpet and let it soak in to the point there didn't look like there was butter on it anymore so I thought <laughs> I'll put on more butter and I had like and then i was dripping. like now i've got too much i'll have another crumpet and i'll sandwich them on top so i had two crumpets sandwiched together with like a lump of butter ate them before i sat down so <laughs> i did it again i ate all six crumpets okay and i'm like that's something i don't share with people i'm no. like the secret eater I'm but you're human like, but it happens yeah. and i think there is a stigma that as a personal trainer like like people will come to my classes and I'll be like oh what have you been up to today and they'll mutter under their breath I went like, for I went for a coffee and a cake went, yeah and I'm like don't worry like I've already had two coffees and two cakes <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so but we were sorry. saying
0: before that like because you said you mentioned about the fish finger sandwich and you and you said maybe I need to post more that I yeah. do eat normally yeah um, because um, it takes us on to our next question do you find that your programs like as in yours and mine mm-hmm. are different or the same and my view on that was, if anyone's going to sign up to a program or to a coach, do your research and make sure that how they live their life and what they are asking you to do is going to be realistic for you. Yeah. Because you're all about the kale and kombucha. Yeah. And I'm all about buffalo wings and beer. Yeah. So people will be able to relate or think that's not for them. Yeah. Based on what they see. Um, and I think there is room for everyone. There yeah. is a shit ton of people out there that need our help. Yeah. Yeah and it's you know with social media you get to see how these pts these coaches live their lives and if you can relate or think do you know what well if they're living like that then that should really be how they ask me to live my life as well yes
1: yeah absolutely Um, would you agree with that i would agree with that definitely like there's similarities Mm -hmm. in that we both understand that everyone's got a busy life and those kind of things but um as we mentioned before we were recording like i definitely tend to go down like the more like gut health route and choosing like it's not even healthier because like, what you do is hel- yeah, yeah, probably a more holistic approach. Mm-hmm. And um, I've got into, like, since moving up to Duffton, I've got into foraging and I try and use, like, wild garlic more than, like, the little thing, the little granules yeah. and that kind of thing. Like, I've started using a lot more and learning about what's on our doorstep and local produce and things that I used to probably just brush over because I didn't really care about it. I was just, like... I would eat and if it was in my calories that was that was the approach I used to take yeah um, and which I is
0: think, which is how we do yeah what I tend to yeah. advise which on is yeah.
1: a great approach especially for people coming in like entry-level weight loss as well and yeah. um, it just works because you're not changing your whole life it's not
0: a radical change
1: yeah mm-hmm. whereas and um, mine has by no means been radical but it's been gradual to the point where now I, I'm like I'm learning a lot more about the food that I'm putting in my body and how it will affect my hormones and I think breastfeeding made me look into a lot of that because I wanted to know how it would affect breast milk and how it would affect Aurora and that kind of thing yeah and um and then once I realized that it was super easy to shop local and have local produce and keep everything kind of from Scotland Mm -hmm. or you know try and get organic stuff Mm -hmm. and it wasn't as expensive or intimidating as I thought I've just started to live that way Mm. um but that by no means like saying that any clients I take on have to live like that but I'm happy to help people get to that stage and learn about it as well yeah Um,
0: so the question was how do you think our our programs are different or the same
1: so probably similarities but different in the sense that I would In the approach. Yeah, Mm -hmm. different in the approach. Like Yeah, I mean it's
0: like obviously we have Claire, our nutrition coach, who's like a best friend. Um, and you know, she see her taking photos in the farm shop and buying organic produce and like the fresh beetroot and stuff like that. And like it's yeah, our our approaches even within Shift are very different, but it's good because we can both offer our intel and our insight and what works for us. And there will be some people that'll gravitate towards Claire and want to work with Claire because they want to get much more in tune with gut health and the the impact that this has on them. Um, and then there'll be other people that choose to work with me or Sam because we do something a little bit differently. Yeah. And I think it is a, it's about being able to relate to that person because when you're coaching someone, you get to know them quite intimately um, and you share and you open up. So mm-hmm. you have to know that you're going to be able to, be able to share with that yeah. person and they're not going to sort of think bad of you for eating a certain way yeah. or for having a binge or whatever. And it's, it is important. So anyone that's looking to sign up to something, please, please, do the homework first mm-hmm. and make sure what they're asking you to do. I had someone that was that had signed up to a plan online and it came through and it was generic eating plan and it was all rice cakes and she, yeah. this person wasn't going into bodybuilding. They just want to feel a bit better for their summer holiday. Yeah. Like what's going to happen the second they step off that yeah. plane? Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? They're going yeah. to be sinking like beers yeah. and like it's yeah. It, she didn't understand that's what she was signing up to. So as always, just just look into it and make sure it's going to be right
1: for you. Right. Definitely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Someone else asked, um, Morgan, what's your views on the shift and six diet shortly after pregnancy?
1: There we go. So this one. Do you know about it? uh, Do what? About shifts. Like, do you know the sort of things? I know. So um, we also touched briefly Mm -hmm. on this before. And for me, from the outside looking in, you look in and it's a six week weight loss you know you see everyone's um results and it's incredible what they do yeah for me when i was working with new mums doing my mum and mini classes and everyone was like very newly postpartum you know you had people from six weeks onwards i started working out and um, exercising pretty much straight away i got straight back into my yoga and stuff but i know it's obviously not recommended six ten weeks just see how you get on but um for me to see new mums doing something like shift in six Initially, I would have thought, "What the hell are they doing? Mm-hmm. Why is Melissa taking on these people? They that's do not fucking
0: irresponsible. Yeah, that's
1: so irresponsible. <laughs> they do not need to be losing weight. They need to be nourishing their bodies. Yeah. They need to be fueling their baby. Fueling if they're breastfeeding. Fueling their boobs. Um, you know, generating that milk and eating enough calories to do so. Um, and also it doesn't even go for. Yeah, I mean, um, just trying to survive, mm-hmm. not dieting, not going out and doing ten thousand steps, or you know. That kind of thing to me, outside looking in, Radic- fucking irresponsible. Radical. <laughs> Radical. But however, yeah. obviously now we're discussing Sam is on board and yeah. she's I mean, I know you're not irresponsible and you no. would have made sure they didn't do that anyway, but you have got Sam there now that does the postpartum side of things and yeah. um I can't remember what did you say they eat?
0: I'll let you yeah, yeah, so so for you know, the way that we market mm-hmm. shift for new mums is we would never be in a position where you feel like you have to do it. It's there for you when you're ready. But we can take on mums a lot yeah. sooner than we now, because we've got Sam on board because she's insured and she has the correct um, qualification for that, whereas I didn't. Um, that we can take them on a little bit sooner after a vaginal delivery and then a little bit longer after a C-section. Um, so, yeah, but the advice that we give is, you know, it shouldn't be a radical cal- calorie cut. Your body is still recovering um if you're solely breastfeeding, you know, if you want to start looking at fat loss, we could work out your calorie deficit. But then we'd always give you 500, 600 extra calories there if you needed them to take into the account that you're breastfeeding exclusively and you need all that extra energy. We encourage the intake of um, healthy fats because that's um, beneficial for milk production. And then in terms of exercise, we always say like you need to make sure that you got your checks from your doctor, from your midwife, from your health visitor. Um, And then Sam is there to provide all the modifications that are going to be um, core friendly, yeah. so the the new mums are absolutely leaked after, and there's definitely no pressure. We celebrate any wins that aren't to do with the scales, mm-hmm. so we don't care if the scales aren't moving if they feel like they have more energy. Yes, as a mum, yeah, then I'm like, yes, you know, this is amazing for you this week. Um, but it's with obviously Sam's specific intel around that with yeah. that qualification that we're able to
1: do that. Yeah. And I totally respect, yeah, that. And yeah, you do, you, you know, yeah. take on these mums and teach them that there is a way of doing it, but this is the safe way and we're not looking for some of these incredible results Mm -hmm. when you're trying to also survive for the newborn no of course and your bodies
0: can take up to a year or two years to recover after having a baby and when everyone gets in touch and say oh i'm x x weeks postpartum i would always say just make sure that this is the right time for you your body's gone through a lot hormones um but they're usually at that point where they think i just don't identify themselves because their bodies look completely different So it's always appreciating the other things that happen around fat loss and enjoying the time with their baby, incorporating time with their baby in their workouts or out for walks um, and just feeling good about that. So, um, yeah, I think it's very individual, isn't it? Mm And based on how the mum's feeling.
1: Absolutely.
0: But no, we would certainly never do anything that's radical or unsafe. And, you know, mum is (laughs) always number one priority over a set of results or a before and after picture. It's always about the, the mental side of it as well and how yeah. they're feeling um and they know that they can come to the coaches at any point with anything that they're struggling with one of the check-in points is you know energy levels so if they were feeling like they were struggling they'd be like let's take you out of deficit right now put you to maintenance give you more calories see how you feel mm-hmm. um and then um and then take it from there just don't rush it Nice. Yeah. I'm very yeah. realistic about it yeah. as well.
1: Yeah. And it's
0: not just going to be about six weeks, it's teaching them how yeah. to fuel their body and, yeah. and and use the tools for tracking and exercise and things.
1: Brilliant.
0: Yeah. What's your biggest gripe other than PTs that put new mums through um, radical calorie yeah. deficits? Which we don't <laughs> sure. do. When I seen the
1: word I was like, What is that gripe? What? I've never used, You've that never word. used the word. Gripe.
0: No. Like your bugbear.
1: <laughs> okay. Like
0: things that piss you off. What's the oh. biggest one? <laughs>
1: things that piss me off I feel like I get pissed off but like I don't know I try not to get pissed off
0: it could be anything it could off. be like icks or bad manners or yeah. people being late although we both oh, no. know we're both I'm late, always
1: late. <laughs> yeah. like do you know what I actually hate that about myself like mm. come back to the failure question yeah like, I'm always late like I'm never on time um do you know what I think the most annoying thing my dad has become really bad at it recently is he is on his phone and I'll be speaking to him like Mm -hmm. I was driving him somewhere the other day and you know at the corner of my eye I could see he was on his phone I was halfway through a story and I was like are you listening Mm -hmm. and he was like uh no I'm not uh you'll just have to start again in a minute but just let me reply to this email and I was like how dare you like my story was like totally like a load of rubbish but I was like I really want I'm giving you a lift like do you want to go out and walk (laughs) absolutely Um, you can at least keep me company while I drive yeah. yeah so like I definitely and even when I go out or lunch or mm. anywhere and i look around like i try and be as present as i can with aurora and i do i know like sometimes if she's eating and I'll, i will sit on my phone and i am guilty of it i think we all are mm. but i can't stand looking around like a restaurant or a cafe and everyone's in their like heads in their phones yeah that really bugs me i sometimes just want to like stand up and be like get off your oh, she- yeah, yeah, and talk to each other and so that's one thing that really bugs me and i notice it a lot with the school kids like where i live the school bus picks them up just outside, and that they're all standing still like two meters apart from each other, like we're in COVID days on their phones. And I'm like, come on, mm-hmm. like give yourself a shake and speak to each other. um Yeah, that bugs me. Yeah, and it's
0: funny because it's things like that as kids that you miss out on learning the art of conversation. Mm-hmm. You want your child to be able to walk into a room and to be able to speak to anyone and yeah. strike up a conversation, but if they're not used to actually speaking to people in 4T sort of thing, yeah. then how are they going to do that? They've got yeah. their head in their phone all and the like, time. I can
1: imagine your kids are probably conversing. very outgoing and like, they,
0: yeah, they, I mean they're great kids. I'm going to say that they are they're bi- yeah. I'm very biased, <laughs> but of course, like I think they're they're amazing. But you know they're on their phones. Like I'll pick Frankie and her wee pal up from school, and Frankie will be in the front on her phone, and her wee pal will be in the back on her phone and I'll be like driving along so how did you get on today fine like because i have not had their phones all day so they're catching up on their tiktoks and yeah. they're catching up on their pinterest boards um and it is it's the it, there is a danger of us as a society losing that art of conversation and being able to walk into a room and strike up a conversation with anyone because yeah. it's just an uncomfortable place to be and mm-hmm. um, because they're so used to having their heads yeah. in their phones
1: yeah and they're
0: missing out on a lot like look up
1: yeah. Look, yeah. Up. look up. We like, never
0: had. Just, I never had a phone like that when I was no when I was young. And it yeah. was always just about like going around to your pals' house and spending mm-hmm. time and talking to them. Yeah. Or being outside, being outdoors. And it's, like, it's very different. Now. I
1: think even as kids, like I would turn up at my friend's house, and if they weren't in or they were already out playing, I could sit in their kitchen and chat to their mum yes. at like nine years old. Yes. Because you know, absolutely. He good. Yeah. And now, like, yeah, kids just can't communicate. Um. So that's like a thing that really bugs yeah. me about society now. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and you can leave today knowing what the word gripe means.
1: And I know what gripe means. Every has, day's the like, skill oh
0: day. It's like a
1: forest thing. I don't
0: think it's a forest thing. It's maybe a Scottish <laughs> thing, but I don't think it's a forest thing. Uh, can you figure out who's not being honest with food intake, etc.? So, if one of your clients is telling you porcupines. Yeah, so like you, you can read
1: their face. Like, if they say, like, yeah, I'm. Because. Uh, do you still do that one to one?
0: Yeah, yeah, small amount. Um,
1: so. I think it's really funny when like if you're like messaging someone, they can kind of get away with like little white lies. Mm. But when someone is standing right in front of you and you say, How's your food been this week? And they just like don't make eye contact and they oh, 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 like change subject, you're Eyes like, all over the place. Yeah. yeah. You just know. Yeah. And, um and also like even when it comes to just talking to people, like if you are messaging them, if it's an online client and stuff, mm. and they're supposedly doing everything else they're saying they're doing nothing's changed do you
0: see it in the results
1: yeah you can tell
0: it's science if you're in a calorie deficit you'll lose fat Mm -hmm. it might not always show up on the scales be water fluctuations for one reason or another intensity of training but if your results have come to an absolute standstill and there's no progression there you're and the goal is fat loss you're lying about your calories yeah yeah Things are going unaccounted for.
1: Or to me, or something.
0: Yeah. yeah. And then it's just like, please, like we always just say to say to us as coaches to clients, please just be honest. Yeah. If you're not honest, we can't help you. Yeah. If you say that everything's peachy and but it's not, then how are we going to sleep yeah. in and help before it gets too far away? And then you've just, you know, it's yeah wasted an opportunity. We, we want to help. Yeah.
1: Um,
0: and this takes me to the question: what's the best thing about being a PT?
1: Oh, I just I love like i think the way i coach now and just seeing how happy people can be and yeah. like i think i work with a lot more mums um or have done in the last couple of years and i love seeing how happy they are and like how active they become with their kids because it has that knock-on effect like mm-hmm. so mums that maybe did absolutely nothing before and they were like tv like a family that would just sit in front of the telly on the weekends are now like going out and hiking or they've bought paddle boards or they're going out and enjoying life a lot more and i think yeah. that is like the greatest thing about our job
0: yeah for sure yeah giving people the confidence to actually go out and live yeah. as yeah. opposed to just hide away at home and that's Absolutely. an important part you said about doing it with their children as well because if you exercise around your kids and yes. your kids get used to seeing you exercise it's going to become so much just more of their normal
1: mm-hmm.
0: outlook on life yeah oh well it's normal to exercise because i was brought up. My mum and dad exercised, yeah. or the people around me were always active yeah. and and they and they moved. And um, it's gives me so much joy. Like when people tag me in the stories of them doing a workout, and their wee ones are in the background yeah. saying, "Come on, mummy!" Yeah. or doing their press ups or their sit ups and taking part mm-hmm. in it. um
1: And I also think yeah. for just relationships in general, whether that's your friends or yeah. your partner or your family, like if you are living a certain way, it will have a knock on effect and. Um, knowing that people have maybe started getting like i not coached their partner but their partner is now joining yeah. in yeah. and I'm like I love it like mm-hmm. I just love hearing these stories it's inspirational that, like, isn't yeah. it
0: yeah. yeah I mean it's incredible and I've got some amazing stories of people that have been able to help that have just found their love for life again they've absolutely come out of a dark place because they feel better about themselves they're taking control mm-hmm. Um, they found their voice, they've stood up for not being treated very well at home yeah. or for being bypassed for a promotion at work. Um, they've actually spoken to people about it and had the confidence to do that because they're standing a little bit taller. Yeah. Um, I've had ladies who had to, um, who struggled to conceive and who needed to lose weight to be considered for IVF. That's
1: a great one. I who have yeah. gone
0: and done that, fallen pregnant, yeah. and now have these beautiful babies. Yeah. And to be a part of that is an honour, yeah. right? Yeah. That's, Huge, incredible. Um. So yeah, it's just a fucking awesome job.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. And like people's sex lives have improved, or the relationship with their children has improved, and it is just so all encompassing. Yeah. Um. The impact that you can have on people's lives, and it's it's you just don't. I just don't take it for granted any any time. Yeah. It's incredible. Um. Are you doing yoga online? Someone wants to know. Go on then. Give us a little
1: started. plug. Just started. So wedding nights wednesday nights quarter to eight but i'm also i figured out oh my god i was falling out with zoom so i was like right i'll just on facebook so it's like a private little group Group, and people can jump on and then it's there it's saved it's easy to find so um yeah quarter to eight on a wednesday night
0: how do people get involved uh,
1: just pop me a message what's your instagram um, what's
0: your facebook mogs
1: pt m-o-g-g-s so cringe well done. um moggs pt i keep thinking about rebranding and i just i'm like that's just what i am yeah, like so- people know that's who i am and what i am if i change yeah. it to like fancy word nobody's yeah. gonna know where to find me so i'm still Moggs pt yeah um and yeah i hope to continue i hope to get like more online classes on the go but obviously it's just finding what fits around the wee one for yeah. now um did you do yeah. zooms over covid or anything like that did you do any online stuff i did i'd done a thing called the virtual boot camp with my friend luke Brilliant. and that was we had there was like over 100 people like wow. joining on to this facebook lives like every morning so we'd done one every morning between the two of us so it was either me or him mm-hmm. and oh my god we had so much fun and then when things kind of started to open up again we we're like right we can film these together now yeah. so yeah um, yeah we had a great time doing that
0: that's awesome the online yeah. stuff is um yeah i started doing online sessions um when covid came about and um, and it's just something i've continued with yeah. these lives i do four a week just from my hallway fucking hell though this is a busy household so there's the cat comes in and i've had the police show up at the door before looking for had to sign a statement over an incident that happened at the pub the window cleaner has come in before and tried to but like um sell tropic products Um, there's there's always an amazon driver it's hectic when it's live it's fucking yeah. unpredictable I think that's
1: the thing like i've just been putting off doing online for so long now since having aurora because it was just too unpredictable like i had it one day um she had just woken up so i was like right great i was already on live so i was like you're just gonna have to sit there so it was like she couldn't move at the point so she was just like wedged into that bumble seat yeah yeah so I'm like just getting started, getting back into the swing of it, and you just like seeing her face go more red and red and red, and just exploded. Oh, and I was like, no. "Do you know what? Just do your own workout." I'm just gonna have to sign off. Like this was a like Hoonami vibes yeah. right up her back, and I was like, "Do you know what? I think that was the last one I've done, like the last one I did until recently, um, where I'm like, "Right, okay, I actually have time again to do these things." Mm-hmm. But uh, last night. I don't think anyone heard and I did I clicked through to like make sure but my mum had come over to keep an eye on Aurora so that I could just do the class in peace but she took her dog and the two dogs were tanking around my house Zoomies like, da, yeah. and I was like oh my gosh oh. but I thought if I draw attention to it people will notice so just turn the music up and we'll just pretend they're not there But yeah. so yeah. I can't Facebook
0: put me in Facebook jail for about a year I had to do it on Zoom instead of Facebook because I do them in a live group on yeah. Facebook And then I started using music in the background, which I was told was copyright free, but they do pick up on it if it's recognised music. If it's Facebook, you'll get shut down. Um, And so all these things weren't allowed to be posted because they were picked up on it. And um, so I don't have any music now. So literally all you can hear in the background, is my heavy breathing. Um, Or if my kids are here, you will hear Leo shouting at his computer on with his friends um, or Frankie whatever crap she watches on on whatever um and as i say like the cat coming in or the kids coming over to call on my my kids you know and it's yeah it's frantic yeah um and because i can't have music you hear everything washing machine in the background the dishwasher flipping open so yeah that's the beauty of um, live of live workouts and we're almost done i promise we're doing okay for time you are both absolutely pure women who young girls should listen to and take heed from would you ever do things involved with schools
1: that's so sweet isn't it isn't it that's so nice But i'm like how do you know
0: that like you've not seen my browser search history on internet like how do
1: you we're, know? Not pure. Or we're not here <laughs> or like
0: my conversations with the girls in the group chat like pure i don't know maybe but no,
1: i think I we're we're um yeah outside looking in we're good souls right we are. Yeah. yeah we mean well with everything we do yeah of course and um yeah the school stuff would you ever i have just started doing the free yoga sessions in the schools you came from there this I morning came from there yeah I really because yoga with children is not stillness and calm no. it's like okay run around and then become a tree and stay still and quiet and i had to say i was like has anyone <laughs> i was like turned into like teacher mode oh. ever met a tree that speaks no so keep your mouth <laughs> shut <laughs> i was like oh god they're gonna get that wasn't fun <laughs> but um, no we had just i had as much fun as i could with them yeah. while also trying to bring in mindfulness techniques which was really good fun i loved it because a lot of the kids like the ones that were maybe at the beginning i thought they're going to be trouble like mm-hmm. they're not going to sit still were the ones that like really tuned in to the shavasana and like the relaxation at the end so like seeing those kids just like respond to it that respond. way. Yeah, it was incredible. And Why? there was like 50, 60 kids. What primary school did you do that at? That was at East End primary. Right. Um, and over the next few weeks I'm in a load of different schools all around Murray, which is That's exciting.
0: Awesome.
1: Um I mean I'd love so, to do
0: stuff like that with kids. You do um to work with kids as a PT you need a separate qualification and yeah. um, which I don't have, but I would absolutely love to do stuff, especially yeah. with I mean, we're both the mums, mums of girls. Yeah and then sort of instilling body confidence and knowing that it's it's okay to feel strong um and confident as opposed yeah. to worrying about lumps and bumps and that you're overweight or you don't look like your friends yeah um i definitely think there's something to be said for that being introduced into schools and giving them more yeah um sort of guidance that way and um, i mean weight training i just think should be yeah shown i know to the fitness everyone. side like to say
1: it's just having that extra mm-hmm. bit of paper isn't it too? yeah I'm confidently going into the schools and teach them yeah. the fitness side of things, and I think especially the teenage years. As, sure. That was a primary school this morning, and that was just a whole load of crazy, but it was great fun. But I think the ones I'm most looking forward to is like the high schools and the academies, and these kids that don't currently have access to yeah. any means of like fitness, unless maybe their parents are doing it or they're going to clubs, mm-hmm. and that's why I target the schools because they, you know. If you put on extracurricular activities after school, not you're not necessarily going to tap into the market of kids that need it. Mm-hmm. So getting into the schools during school, school time yeah.
0: is like... And okay. I know as a parent, I'd be more than... If like some people say, oh, we don't have time for that in the timetable. Like, you make time for it. Yeah, it's time. so important. Yeah. And as a parent, I'd absolutely advocate that they got to spend some time doing something mm-hmm. worthwhile like that yeah. as opposed to doing something else that yeah. maybe not going to give them any benefit or life yes. skills
1: exactly yeah
0: no it's very important to get them at the right age as well hormones and
1: and like if anyone asked. is listening with kids that you end primary oh my goodness good <laughs> on them go. like the amount of kids in there when I asked who's done yoga at home put their hand up was incredible right and I was like wow and yeah. there's this little girl she kept coming up to me like Every time I was like, right, "Put your arms outside. Make sure you know you've got space around you. You're not going to touch anyone. Just so they've got space, you know, to do all the moves." Yeah. But she kept creeping so close to me, just to be like, "Oh, I really like this." And oh, I was like, "That I'm is so glad." <laughs> so it got to the point where at the end I was like, "Do you want to just come on my mat?" And she was like, "Yes." Yeah, you just come <laughs> with me. and I was like, oh, "That's how beautiful." Cute. Like, she loved it. And yeah. I was like amazing. That's I'm
0: wonderful like, feedback, isn't it? Yeah. That, and then we were talking about what's the best part of being a PT i mean yeah. that's got to be part yeah. of it isn't yeah. it it's beautiful um last question i'm no second last i'm pregnant with my first baby and wondering how you fit exercise into your life as a working mom how do you recommend building up fitness again after baby is born i'm managing to do a little strength training and light cardio during pregnancy
1: amazing that they're already doing stuff yes. because that is going to make the comeback super strong of course a lot easier obviously like depends how your birth goes and take your time but yeah um hopefully i don't know did they mention if they were single or did it just say they're working just just Um, pregnant with first baby take as much help as you can get and if your partner's not pulling their weight if they're there like make sure they are and Mm. just make sure like i think we've covered a lot of it already like Mm -hmm. the communication is key Mm -hmm. to allowing you that time to get yourself back but also I don't like the phrase get yourself back because it's a new you and it's yeah. like a new improved you You've absolutely got a baby there and um just take your time I think one person's advice to another is going to be very different and yeah. everyone's postpartum journey is so different yeah um I found it quite easy like I still now I'm nowhere near as strong as I used to be but that's I'm not getting time anymore mm-hmm. but just go easy on yourself like I was squatting the other day in the gym, and I looked at the girls next to me who were like nineteen, probably like really good bums, mm-hmm. and they were squatting heavy, and I was like, "That's what I should be doing." And then I was like, "No, don't look at them." I was like, "Blink it," and I put my headphones in, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was like, "You're strong." Like yes. I have like, and I just felt like so empowered by telling myself that. Yeah. Um. So if you are training to sigh or you were training before you were pregnant, to then, you know, post. Mm-hmm once baby is born um just take your time and don't go hard on yourself if yeah. you're not where you want to be because it's such a long journey and you've got 18 years before they leave home and then, then you can start being like right this is what i'm doing now definitely you know? and also it
0: comes back to stretch marks as well you know stretch marks should really be celebrated because that's your your body yeah carried that baby for nine mm-hmm. months and then delivered and uh, it's a sign of that yeah. this is what happened so yeah, but the same, I would give the same advice. You know, you're already strength training, already doing cardio, so it's not going to have a massive impact on your body, but you must always check with your health professional first. And um, first trimester is always a worrying time. So I would say first and third trimester, be yeah. really cautious. I would also recommend that you don't elevate the heart rate too much. And then obviously in the third trimester, be really, really careful of core engagement, um, because this can have an impact. And um, the fact that you're already strength training, Stan Junke said, for as you say, a healthy delivery because you're strong your bones are strong and um, your joints are supple because you train already um, but obviously just take the advice of the professionals because yeah. what works for one person will not work for yes, someone else
1: absolutely
0: um and you you know just because you fall pregnant don't necessarily think well i don't want to get fat when i'm pregnant so i'm going to start doing all this training and do all this absolutely not if you've already used to it and your body is used to it then by all means you can still do some element of it and in fact sam always talks about this shift it's encouraged that you keep doing that for for baby and for you but um yeah you should never just jump into it just because you're pregnant and because you're scared about how your body's going to change so yeah what's your most whack pt story we'll finish on that
1: Um, any funny ones there is a funny one and i know that he won't listen so i can. (laughs) speak
0: Oh, my God, spill the tea.
1: Um, it was just really funny because this um, person had an accident. Oh, shit. Well, literally, 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 oh, shit. Oh, no. That must have been a heavy spot. I was like, I was like, <laughs> But he was in white shorts. No. And he thought he'd farted. But shit. shit,
0: and I was like,
1: "Did you have did.
0: to? Did you have to like be the one to tell him?"
1: I did. I was like, "You followed through," and oh. he was like, "Are you joking?" And I was like, "Nope." Oh yeah, poor guy. And um, so she so quickly rushed to the showers and got herself dressed for work and left. He came back. Fair play. Confidence. Fair play. Yeah, that happens. yeah Accidents. Accidents happen.
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, I've been training in the gym before, and I was a fam. It was a family. And um they'd all had lentil soup for lunch or something mm-hmm. and they came in that night and we were down on the floor doing core work and they all started farting, like, really lively. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you all? And they were all just absolutely doubled over. And uh, yeah, they were all just farting. Yeah. But I had another one. I used to do um when I first started out, I used to do home visits for PT and um I turned up at this lady's house one day and um acting a bit strange. And I'm like, Are you okay? she was like yeah yeah i've just had a really tough day with the kids i said are you sure she's like yeah and i said have you been drinking and this is like like two o'clock in the afternoon i think and then and she was like yeah well it was just really tough so i just had a little chardonnay with lunch and i kind of (laughs) said how little is little like slurring her speech like glassy eyed and then i said you know i can't train you when you're if you're under the influence of alcohol it's not safe what if you dropped something on your foot or something um, or tripped or fell, and she went, Oh, I don't think it would have an impact. I said, Well, absolutely <laughs> does. I said, If you've had a tough day with the kids, I'll happily sit and spend this time chatting to you about it because she was, she was a little bit teeny yeah. And then, um, and uh, I said, Let's just sit and have a chat, you know, because sometimes yeah. looking it's after yourself bad. is just venting. Yeah. So, we just spent the hour chatting, and uh, and she felt much better by the end of it. She had a little cry, and I listened and imparted some, um, some advice based yeah. on my life experiences <laughs> and uh yeah but no yeah she was a bit sozzled
1: do that's funny so like yeah
0: yeah i mean something. day drinking yeah, is great drink. but, but if you've got a pt session give us a, a heads up we you yes, know I needed yeah. a drink at lunch yeah. i had a chardonnay i would have understood to have yeah. gone the next just, day instead yeah. yeah
1: um yeah yeah mine are just all like yeah fart and poos and that kind of stories yeah just follow me around
0: and you just laugh it off because everyone's human
1: yep mm-hmm. I had um Gillian McKeith oh the poo expert Yeah. oh my god I'm like poo I love talking about like poo and farts and all this I'm like it's incredible it's and your people thing. need to like just accept that this is a thing I've mm. got um, a friend that never like who's outside her own house like she hold in, and I'm like how do you do that like I'm if I've got to go I just go you I'm like a bit that. like that uh, whereas I'm like yeah I just got to go I just gotta feel go. comfortable like in my nature poos nature peas oh I can't go.
0: think of anything worse than taking a dump <laughs> in the woods
1: are <laughs> you joking? you've go. got to go no not for me so and I've got dogs I get away with it you know
0: yeah, so like, when you're carrying your bag <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh like my god, swinging, where did this go? Your I was poo just talk about someone else. <laughs> Jillian McKeith <laughs> once um, came along to one of my Marbea boot camps and honestly oh, no. I was so excited that she was there, but I couldn't like say everyone Look this is here! Yeah, this yeah. Is, like the poo expert from the telly. Oh my god. Um, I was so chuffed. That was a that was a good moment.
0: I thought you were gonna tell me that Gillian like, McKeith like inspected your poop or something. No. Or, no. no. But that's no. yeah, that's
1: cool that, that she was at your boot camp. Yeah, she came to my boot camp. That was cool. I was like, oh, I wonder if I could put that on my poster. It's like, um, attended by Julia <laughs> <laughs> I was like, nope, nobody in my is going to know who she is. No,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Morgan, we are going to wrap it up here. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me. That was Thank just you. been a bloody gas. Yeah. Thank you so much Thank for coming you. today and for answering all the Thirsty Thursday questions. It's been lovely to get to know you. And finally meet you in person. Yeah, and
1: I hope everyone's enjoyed it. And I <laughs> don't think
0: there's too much man bashing just, going on. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: I mean, we just like I, I got, I went yes. on a bit of a um, yeah.
0: No, but that's what we're here for. People it's are asking cool. your your opinion, and we're giving I'm opinion. Giving it, you're opinion. absolutely entitled to from it from my
1: experience. And yeah,
0: no, and you're absolutely entitled to that. Is there anyone you want to say thanks to or hi to or um, direct anyone to your services if they
1: want to get in touch? um, A little little Oscar speech. Thank you to my mum for taking Aurora so that I could be here today. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I mean, thanks for everyone for sending in the questions. For sure.
0: There was a lot. Um,
1: There was a lot. I'm surprised that we got through all of that. Um, We did. And thank you for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. Yeah, it was like when you messaged, I was like, oh, my God, yes, I'm on board with that. Oh, lovely. It was cool um yeah i've just really enjoyed myself it's a
0: nice way to spend a thursday isn't it it
1: is it's a lovely way to spend a thursday now i'm off to surf yoga oh fun yeah so i'll plug that in there there will be more surf yoga throughout the summer I just need to get some dates set
0: where can people Um, find out about that on your
1: socials social media mox pt um yeah a new wave surf school in lossy mouth so donald and kerry they're amazing um children as well eight years and up how oh, awesome um so yeah so you're doing that you're off yeah. to do that just now off to do that this evening so. you're
0: non-stop yoga yeah. this morning Thursday thursday do you know what this talking is... about poo and now you're off yeah. to do and um, then
1: off to not do a pool on the beach you go. Um, yeah <laughs> so back up the road get aurora drop her off elsewhere and then head to the beach
0: fabulous hope you yeah. enjoy it
1: thank you what are you off to do
0: um i'm away to do check-ins thursday yes. is my check-in day and um so i'm about to sit on my arse in front of a computer for another sort of five hours and talk nice. so it's essentially just a day of talking and uh and encouragement and finding out all their wins
1: amazing so i'll go
0: and do that guys listen thank you so much for listening once again um and thank you morgan and i Maybe get a night out with you soon. Yeah, that was a good giggle. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Take care, guys. Bye.